Blog Talk Radio. I'm sorry, y'all. We, we're trying to work out some technical difficulties here, and um, we're, we're, we're just trying to work out. Uh, the beginning of the shows every week seems like something is, um, is, is technical going on, but we, we're, we're um, going to be rocking and rolling here in just a short bit. So we got uh, Ron Southern. He's going to be coming on here in just a little bit, our first guest, and he will be talking all about um, Hattiesburg and Outlaws, so uh, it's going to be a great show. Let's talk about uh, a little bit of that's going on at Baton Rouge Raceway. I'm going to crank this thing up here. Uh, Baton Rouge Raceway has a new class that they're introducing this weekend. So this weekend, new class at Baton Rouge Raceway. It is going to be Generation Next, Generation NXT. Um, this class is going to be a limited modified class, but it's going to be for um, the youth. It's basically going to be eight eight years old to 18 years old. So um, it's going to be a limited mod class that's going to be eight to to 18. So it's going to be a really really um, good little rookie class that they're going to be running there, and it looks like it's going to um, have about six or seven cars the first week out. And it's going to grow from there. I can guarantee you that. Um, a lot of a lot of things going on at Baton Rouge um, Raceway. 
Uh, let's pull that up real quick, and I'll tell y'all everything. Um, I believe they got a thousand dollars to win street stock race this Friday night. Uh, so a thousand dollars to win street stock race at Baton Rouge Raceway this coming Friday night. So it looks like it's going to be a great, great um, race, and it's going to be a great race in USA Street Stocks. So it's um, it's going to be good, 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 good. I'm glad y'all can hear me. Um, so we got um, $1,000 to win a crate race in USA Street Stock this uh, Friday night right there at Baton Rouge Raceway, along with all their other classes. The Generation um, NXT class um, is, is going to work out really good, I believe. So um, it's going to be good for the, for the youth of our sport to be able to bring them in, not just, you know, most of them go into like a stinger, um, but these kids are coming out of that stinger class. A lot of the kids are coming out of the stinger class, and they're going to roll with, um, they're going to go right into this um, generation next. Um, um, the generation NXT class. So uh, it's going to be action-packed. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, I'm sorry, we all over the place. Uh, but we're going to talk a little bit about the Thunder Valley. Thunder Valley is um, in Glenmore, Louisiana, and they are going to be running their next race. Um, we, we had um, technical difficulties getting with them this week, so keep, um, keep them rolling. Um, the Jackie Thacker Memorial Race was last weekend, and it wound up being a really, really good race. Uh, they had all – just about um, every class was was completely full, and they ran. I think they had 98 cars in the pits for the Jackie Packer Memorial Race. So uh, it was a packed house, and we're gonna bring you through this real quick. The rookie first place winner was the 07 of where, um, in the rookie class, Pro Mods first place winner was um, Ray uh, in that 90 car. The Stinger first place winner was the 11M of Jay Martin. Jay Martin wins the Stinger class. Factory Stocks was uh, Parker in that number nine car for, for the Thacker uh, Memorial race. In the Limited Mod race, I'm passing it up here. The Limited Mod was, was Comer in that number C3. Uh, this is all for last week in Crate Late Model. First place winner was Duke at 6D, um, as he was rolling as expected. And then Willis in the 10M wins the street stock race there at Thunder Valley Raceway. So that was a, a, a really, really good uh, memorial race. It's uh, one of those deals where they worked out. When they bought the track, the memorial race was, was, was going on. So the new owners get the track, and they wind up getting um, involved with the old, with the original owners of the track, and that's where the Jackie Thacker is. Jackie Thacker is the original owner of the track. So they have this memorial race, and it's only fitting to have that race each and every year um, right there at the Thunder Valley Speedway. Um, let's talk a little uh, where I was this past weekend. Um, everybody pretty much rained out on uh, um, on Friday night. I believe everybody rained out. Um, you just can't can't beat this rain lately. It's been crazy the rain that we've been having. Um, 
So I wound up over at Jackson Motor Speedway, and let me tell you this. Jackson Motor Speedway put on a show um, this past weekend, and if you wasn't there, you really, really, really missed out on probably one of the biggest races that I've ever seen for a Hot Shot Stinger class. Um, just the way they put it on, uh, four-wide salute right off the start, fireworks before they started. They had fireworks show while the four-wide salute was going on. They went from the four-wide um, to go racing. The race was won by Dale Johnson. Uh, Dale Johnson will be on the show here tonight. He's going to come on around 8.50, um, 8.50 p.m. tonight. So if you're on listening, Dale Johnson, the winner of the Hot Shot race, will be here He'll be talking all about um, the race from Saturday night. I also have James Bradshaw. He won the street stock race at Jackson Motor Speedway this past weekend. We're going to have him on right before Dale Johnson at 840. Uh, We'll have um, a good little 20-minute discussion with two drivers there from from Jackson Motor Speedway. Y'all, the the track was, was on fire this past weekend. It really was. Um, everything was just so nice and so smooth, and I really do appreciate everything that um, that they put in that effort to put in for those little guys, those hot shot guys, stingers, tuners, whatever you call them, buzz. Um, they call them all kind of different names throughout. Uh, every track's got their own name, bang bangers, whatever you want to call them. Um, but they really, really, really put on the show, and uh, I really do appreciate um, everything that they have been doing. Um, at Jackson to help out the little guys, and I honestly, next year they need to um, they need to expand on this race, and the Hot Shot Shootout should be the Hot Shot Nationals. Um, it would be awesome to see a big, big race like that for the little guys at Jackson Motor Speedway for next season. So we'll see um, how they're going to go about doing that for next year. That's a year away, but I honestly can tell you that they really put on a show. They put on a clinic. Um, the the race was great. Um, the leaders switched hands a few times um, at the beginning. Um, Johnson was was leading um, 90% of the race, I believe, and every lap somebody was on his bumper. So it was uh, it was a race to see. And honestly, I'm I'm glad that I was there and been a part of that because um, it was it was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome to watch. So. Um, just unbelievable night at Jackson Motor Speedway. Um, this weekend, uh, I don't know what I'm doing yet. Uh, I'm probably going to be at Baton Rouge. They rained out last week. We got a thousand hours to win street stock race at Baton Rouge this Friday night, and then Saturday we'll head on over to um, Outlaw or um, Pike County. Um, I'm not sure which way we're going, but it looks like maybe USCS is running at Pike on Saturday night. So we'll probably wind up at Pike County Speedway this week. we got Pike County's owner. He's going to be um, coming on and talking with y'all um, at 740 tonight. So um, y'all stay tuned to that. Um, Street Stock Nationals right around the corner. Chris is going to come on in a little while, and he is going to talk all about the Street Stock Nationals and about what's going on over there and why not Motor Speedway. Um, the show is ready to be – is ready to um, – Get in full steam here. It is going to be a great, great night of talking dirt here. And I can honestly tell you, we got a few new, new people coming on the show tonight. And police, hold on, time out, time out. I don't know what that noise was. 
sounds like the um, fire trucks are right across the street from my house. So, all right. Sorry about that, y'all. We um, having some technical difficulties. I'm out, I'm looking out my window, and there's two police. I got a factory across the street from my house, and they're hitting the horns and stuff. I think they're just playing around, though. But um. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. I heard some sirens. I'm like, wait, hold on, time out. Um, but um, we're going to have um, a great show tonight. That was crazy. I don't think that's ever happened before um, in the middle of a show where all of a sudden the, the bottom drops out outside. So, um, But um, we got a um, – uh, Jerry Hudson's going to be coming on. He'll be talking about the South Alabama report. And um, Tim Graves will be on later on. We got – um, Greenville Speedway will be represented here tonight. Southern, our first night, um, our first night talking about Southern Raceway over in Milton, Florida. We'll have Tammy on. She'll be talking some good news about that. And uh, we got a couple guys calling in in the nine o'clock hour that run um, lawnmowers. They have a huge lawnmower race. We'll be we're going to be talking about that at nine o'clock. Huge lawnmower race coming up, and uh, it just looks like it's going to be. Uh, a really, really good show, and uh, um, yeah, that was that kind of threw me off the police charge. Oh man, that's crazy. So, so um, no, no warrants, no warrants, no no craziness going on. But um, there's always something crazy going on in my neighborhood. My neighborhood's all commercial, so it's um, like 90%. It's all factories all the way around me. So I'm like a, they got like three houses on this on one street and the rest is all factories. So um, don't forget at the last hour here um, at 9:10 p.m. we're gonna go. Anybody out there that wants to call in um, at 9:10 p.m. Uh, our show will be over. So we're accepting phone calls. If you want to write this phone number down, it's gonna be 718-664-9861. That's 718-664. 9861, you can call in the show and talk to me, and we can talk some dirt right here live. Um, we're looking for drivers, track owners, uh, whoever can come on and talk about your your situation. Uh, we love to hear from y'all. So if you want to get into, into this show, you can either call me during the week and we schedule your time, or you can call in at 9, 10 p.m. and talk some dirt with me live here on this podcast, uh, it is a it's an awesome show, like I said, and we are going to get it cranked up right here. We have Hattiesburg and Outlaws chaplain and announcer Ron Southern. How are you doing tonight? Good evening, Artie. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great, doing great. Uh, we are talking some dirt tonight. How you been? Man, I am so ready for some racing. I'm ready for them to put that high-speed chicken feed in those tanks and let them dig and paw and scratch and claw to the checkered flag Friday night and then uh, watch some action around the rest of the states here in the south and hear what great racing news we got. And I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of the show here tonight and hearing from all those other great people that enjoy dirt track racing as much as you and I do. Awesome, yeah. Yeah, we got a, we got a full lineup here tonight, so it's going to be a good show. 
Absolutely. Hopefully we can get the Voyage of Velocity in at Hattiesburg tomorrow night. Looking forward to that. Man, seven rainouts already this season at Hattiesburg. It just blows my mind how much rain we've gotten. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, I was I was looking at some results um, down south, and I think um, I think it was uh, Pastor Christiane had 75 inches of rain this year so far. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy. I know in the area that I live on the coast, it's uh, plus 30 inches over the average annual rainfall already. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy, crazy amount of rain. All right, well, let's talk some dirt track racing. I'm representing Hattiesburg Speedway and Outlaw Speedway. Blessed and honored to do so. As you mentioned, I'm the chaplain and the announcer at both of those tracks and love to do what I do, and I'm blessed to be where I'm at. So on tomorrow night, we got our regular weekly racing show at Hattiesburg Speedway with the four classes, and that is the Pure Streets, the Crate USA Street Stocks, the Modifieds, and the Crate USA Late Models. And we're looking forward to getting them in the show and on the track and just a great crowd to show up and cheer them on. And, man, we appreciate all of our drivers and all of our fans at both tracks that's Hattiesburg and Outlaw. We appreciate everybody that shows up and supports dirt track racing, whether it's behind the wheel of a race car or whether they're sitting in the grandstands cheering them on, and that's what it's all about. So let me give you a quick rundown of what's going on. Since we did not have racing last week at either of those tracks, rainouts at both, so tomorrow night weekly racing at Hattiesburg, and then July 23rd, that's one week after, we have the MSCCS Super Late Models, coming to Hattiesburg Speedway. There will be no crate late models on that show. It'll be all the other uh, regular classes except for the crate late models. So it'll be the MSCCS Super Lates coming in on July 23rd. And then on July 30th, that's the end of the month, the final Friday of the month, and you know what that is. That means it's kids' night once again at Hattiesburg Speedway. And, man, I'm looking forward to that. These kids have been doing great with coming out and enjoying the racing and like I said before that's what it's all about getting that next generation involved and part of the show Hattiesburg Speedway the place where kids are part of the race and that's what it's all about also left turn photography our official photographer at Hattiesburg Speedway is going to be doing the Sue and Paul DeRoy uh, memorial race second annual memorial race and there's going to be lots of prizes and photography to be given away that night. More details will be coming out on that, and that is Tom Dancy of Left Turn Photography that's going to be sponsoring that. Then on August 6th, get your gear together because you're not going to need a seat as the USCS Sprint Cars come into Hattiesburg Speedway, and then Menthol Monsters are going to be putting on a show at Hattiesburg Speedway on that Friday, August 6th. And then another one to note, August 20th, Curtis Burns Memorial Race, and I'm looking forward to that as well. It's always been a great modified count for that race, and we're looking for it. If there's any businesses or any individual sponsors that want to start getting in on that, be sure to contact myself or Donald Parker to get in on a sponsorship of whatever you want to do. We've had great sponsors the past years of this race, and we want to continue to do the same thing to make it a great night of racing for the Curtis Burns Memorial. Well, that's the schedule that's coming up for the Hattiesburg Speedway. 
Like I said, no racing last week, so there's no change in the points. I'll give a quick rundown of the top five of each class so you know where they stand. In the pure streets, number 71 of Joseph Graham is your leader in the points with 496 points. Jim French is in second, a mere 10 points behind him. And then Tommy Pledger in third, Delane Phillips in fourth, and Leslie Brown rounding out the top five in that. Then in your street stocks, we got Ricky the Hippie Item in that KC21 on top of the totem pole, and he's sitting there with 510 points, and a mere 24 points behind him is the number 15 of Tony Atwood. And then rounding out the top five in third spot is the 48 of Doug Taylor, the 67 of Crater Hagler, and the 31 of Alan McLemore. In the Modifieds, Robert Cassidy in the K-9 Scooby-Doo is on top of the totem pole with 418 points. Right behind him, mere 34 points behind, is that 14C of Kevin Cumby. Now, Kevin Cumby has been winning and putting on a show in that modified class. He's just not been able to make it the past couple races due to some situations he's had to deal with, but we look forward to seeing him back at the track here real soon, him and his crew. And uh, they bring a bunch of modifies to the track when they show up. There's at least four of them, if not five of them, in that uh, racing team that follows with Kevin Cumby and Kevin Cumby Logging as a sponsor. Then Tommy Beasley is in third spot. Joshua Monacek in that J44 is in fourth. And then Brian Powell rounds out our top five. In the crate lates, no surprise here, but the two that are battling it out on top, the 47 of Shannon the General Lee, and the 18 of Jeremy Item. Jeremy Item is a mere 30 points behind that 47. And then Derek Smith in the 18S is in third, Ronnie Graham in fourth, and Pace Cameron breaking into the top five in that 7C. Now, here's a very important note that I noticed while I was doing some research these past couple days to get some notes and details for the tonight's show. The Crate USA has put out a new tire modification rule for those divisions that are using the Hoosier H500. Specifically, this is for the street stocks. They're going to allow grooving and siping of those tires for the remainder of the season starting yesterday. So that's important to note to help try to extend those the life on those tires on the H500s in the street stocks, so it's good to see that they're trying to do everything they can to make sure these drivers are able to continue to race in that 2021 season for the points for the national championship. And speaking of national championships, let me tell you just how good Hattiesburg Speedway's been in that started out when I started announcing and chaplaining there. It was the Neesmith Weekly Racing Series and uh, 2014. We, we're proud to uh, say that in the street stocks, Jeremy Item was the national champion in 2014. And, Artie, I don't know if you remember, but the car he drove, still one of my favorites out there. I haven't seen anything that surpassed it, but he had that 57 Chevy that he drove to the championship that year. And, man, that, that's the first time I ever went to Hattiesburg was in 2014, and I happened to be there on that night, the Dixie 50, and I seen that 57 Chevy and immediately fell in love with it and the way it looked. And, man, the driver behind that wheel could definitely wheel it and proved it by winning the 2014 Neesmith Street Stock Championship. Now, 
doing this, I was trying to dig up all the previous winners through Neesmith, and then it turned into Durance Lane, and now into what you know as Crate USA Racing. Uh, but it's very hard. There's no, nothing out there that has a central location for all these champions through the year. So that's something I'm going to try to put together and dig through all the articles and maybe put it out there somewhere on the Southern Dirt Track Report so you can have it as historical value. But I think it's very important to keep that as a record of easy access so that people around the area can take a look at that and know who's who and where they're racing. So in 2015, once again, we had some great uh, representation of Hattiesburg Speedway. Michael Arnold was your weekly racing series champion in 2015 for the Crate Late Models uh, in that number four car. And then in the street stocks, it was Richie the Rocketman Stevens. And if you remember back then, uh, Richie the Rocketman was winner of one of our first Dixie 50s at Hattiesburg Speedway. So good representation there. And then in 2016, the Crate Late Models, once again, Michael Arnold, back-to-back, 2015 and 2016, uh, champion in the, in the national points and uh, proud to claim that he's from the Hattiesburg area and claims Hattiesburg is one of his home tracks. And then uh, I found this interesting. I didn't realize this, but in 2016, a young 15-year-old was the champion in the street stocks, and some of you might have heard of him, but it's that young man, Spencer Hughes, that took the national championship in the street stocks back in 2016. Now, he's recently making a name for himself as he's running in the big dog show and making quite a name for himself. I think the last race I've seen, he finished third in the feature against some of the big names in crate late model racing. And it's good to see a local uh, Mississippi boy putting the name out there and repping the state the way he does. And we're proud to say that uh, Spencer Hughes has been to a lot of the tracks that you represent on Southern Dirt Track Report. And he's a, a great kid and got a promising future ahead of him. Then in 2018, it's when it went to Durance Lane, uh, Street Stocks champion was Ricky the Hippie Item. And uh, so his son got it in 2014. His dad got it in 2018. And then in 2019, Shannon Lee started to uh, make a name for himself at the top of the totem pole for the championship in the Great Lakes in 2019. And then once again in 2020, put his name at the top again. So Shannon Lee with back-to-back great late model championships in the weekly racing uh, series, now known as Great Racing USA. And then uh, also in 2020, Ricky Item got his second national championship in the street stocks. But here's where we stand right now in this 2021 season in the street stocks, uh, two of our drivers that race at Hattiesburg regularly, uh, the number 15 of Tony Atwood is currently fourth in the national points, and the number 67 of Critter Hagler is 11th in the points. So we're proud to see those two drivers doing so well in national points. And as you know, uh, they're doing well at, at uh, the local tracks they race here in this area. In the Great Lates, um, we just had Sid Scarborough race with us last week, and he's currently second in the national points. And, of course, no surprise here, our two-time champ, uh, the number 47 of Shannon Lee, third in the points nationally, and then fifth in the points, the number 18 of Jeremy Item. 
Well, that kind of wraps it up for Hattiesburg Speedway. Let me switch gears and move on over to Outlaw Speedway, where it's a great track, four-tenths of a mile long, big track, wide-sweeping turns. If you haven't been there, make sure you plan on getting there. They are not racing this week. They're a by uh, every other week schedule. So here's what their schedule is looking at like right now. July 24th, that's not this Saturday, but the next Saturday, it's going to be a 2,000 to win in the Great USA Street Stocks Division. So make time to get out to Outlaw Speedway and watch somebody take home the $2,000 paycheck that's coming with those street stocks. Then on August 7th, the MSCCS Super Late Models are going to make their debut at Outlaw Speedway. Once again, that's on August, August 7th. And then on uh, August 21st, the sprint cars. And let me see. There's a little bit of confusion on that. It might be the 14th or the 21st. I'll get back with you. It should be the uh, 21st. Um, then on September 11th, yes, that's correct, August 21st, sprint cars. And that is the Savage Performance uh, Sprint Car Series that a lot of the local guys here are a part of, and it's an exciting class to watch. And uh, make sure you put that on your calendar. Then September 11th, always a special time of the year for me, and uh, it's definitely going to be one that our dirt tracks here that are represented by Southern Dirt Track Report are going to be honoring all those brave men and women that sacrificed their lives to help save others on that fateful day. And that's the best um, situation we can do to give our thanks back to those men and women that did the ultimate sacrifice. But there's going to be a 5,000 to win open modified at Outlaw Speedway on September 11th. And then uh, October 16th, uh, looks like we're going to be rescheduling uh, or scheduling the Frostbite 50 with the Crate USA late models. I don't know if you remember, we had that fog out that happened that put that one short. So Outlaw Speedway, man, they're, they're rocking and rolling, making things happen, and Man, I'm proud to be part of both of those guys. And, uh, Artie, I can't thank you enough for allowing me to be on this show and talking about something I really love to do and love to be a part of. And uh, Chris Creighton and his crew of 110 Nation, man, I thank you guys, too, for making this possible. So, Artie, I'm going to turn it back over to you. And my signature sign-off at the track is usually, I'm pretty tired. I think I'll go home now. Yeah, we love when we, we we don't love it when it's over, but we love hearing that. <laughs> so, thank you so much, Ron. Absolutely, I have grilled. All right, all right, so that's Ron Southern. He's the chaplain and the announcer over at Outlaw and Hattiesburg Speedways, um, Perkinston, Mississippi, and Hattiesburg, Mississippi. It's actually in Dixie, Mississippi. Y'all go check them out. Um, it's going to be um, a Friday nights Hattiesburg, and on a Saturday nights is Outlaw every other Saturday night. So y'all check that out. All right, y'all, we're going to have um, Mr. Wynott himself, Chris Creighton. Tell us about what's going on over there. Hi, Artie. How are you doing, buddy? 
Uh, doing great, man. Doing great. Awesome show, man. Enjoying it, man. You really, uh, you got the mic hot right now, that's for sure. And how do I outdo Ron Southern? My gosh, this is going to be a hard one to to to, to handle, man. Uh, so we got to jump right off into things. We're running a little bit behind here. So uh, uh, let's uh, jump into the Crate Racing USA uh, Dirt Lake Models this past weekend. We'll give you the heats this time. This time it was Chris McElhaney winning heat number one. Casey Haney out of Meridian, Mississippi wins. Uh, uh, finished the second, Jamie Bowling in the third spot over there uh, in that heat race. Uh, in heat race number two, uh, Rodney Wayne picked up the win. It'll be a battle of the 27s come feature time. You'll wait and see. Parker Bell from Flemington, Alabama, finished the second, and Jimbo McDuffie uh, finished that third spot in the heat race. Now over to the feature time. Man, oh, man, we had a battle of the 27s. My goodness gracious. Uh, Chris McElhaney, Rodney Wayne, uh, Casey Haney finishing that third spot in that capital race car at Murray, Mississippi. Tim D is another solid finish for the 4411. Uh, and Jamie Bolton out of Cuba, Alabama, uh, finished in that five spot. Noteworthy uh, out of that race. Uh, Mr. Larry Murphy hit the wall real hard. Hopefully he's doing better. Um, it was definitely one of those hits that you just didn't want to see. So uh, we'll go over here to the Crate Racing USA Late Model Sportsman's in heat race number one. Cody Radcliffe out of Meridian, Mississippi. Why not Mississippi, I should say. The, uh, the 87 Bill Moffat Motorsports Rebel Car. Uh, he finishes in the first place in heat number one. Kendall Franklin out of Calera, Alabama. Finished second. Eric Mazingo out of Toxie, Alabama. In the 95 Lightning McQueen machine, he finishes in the third spot. We'll go to heat race number two. Jesse Inkerton. Now, I know that name may not sound familiar to some, but let me tell you something. This, this, this is from the popular group Hunt the Front out of Milton, Florida, the number one car. He took heat race number two. Eli Thomas, man, we've watched that kid grow. Uh, out of Mendenhall, Mississippi, in the 5E, he finishes second. John Bryant in the 223 uh, finishes third. So we'll go to the feature time. Without a doubt, Cody Ratcliffe and our Bill Moffat Motorsports Machine Man, the old man racing. Woo, they on fire, cuz. They won that race uh, in the 87. Bailey Callahan out of Ware, Mississippi, he finished second. Jesse Inkerton uh, finished uh, third. Go, go check out Hunter Front if you don't know about it. If you don't know about Hunter Front, I don't know. I mean, they're the hottest thing in dirt races. So, crate racing, USA Street Stocks, huh? A little prelude to the prelude to the prelude, baby. Danny Lacoste, there in Alabama, uh, Louisiana. Sorry, a little dyslexic there. Uh, 91, he uh, he picks up the heat race win, number one. Riley Sheedy out of French Camp, Mississippi. Uh, in the G4, he finished his second. Chuck Thorne out of Demopolis, Alabama. Another strong run for the Thorne machine. Uh, he finishes third. So, we'll – uh-oh. All right, we're running good now here. We got this thing rolling. Lee Ray. Lee Ray. He, he got, took the top spot in heat race number two. Mark Thorne out of Galleon, Alabama. Uh, finishes in that second spot. And Jeffrey Wonka in the triple one, he finishes third. Time, man, oh, man, you had to have been there. Hey, Lee Ray, he got it, man. After a couple second-place finishes, he stood in that number two, man. It wasn't easy for him. No win is easy. But Lee Ray's back in victory lane looking good. Uh, that's your points leader, too. I think we were talking about a little something about points earlier. I think it's win number six. He got a win at Columbus, Mississippi, as well. Uh, so that was feature time. Riley Sheedy. A great run, man. I mean, we already knew 
the the Sheedy family, but man, here comes Riley. He's straight up already. Uh, he finished second. Down Lacoste, uh, he finishes in that third spot. Uh, the fourth place was Matt Byron out of Sebastopol, Mississippi, and Wesley Green out of Duck Hill, Mississippi. As I take a quick breather here, man, I tell you what, there's a lot of names that have been mentioned on this show already, and for the past two weeks, it's been so many names that have come across the airwaves. Man, Artie, you got this thing going on. It's hot. Uh, let's see. Hold on. We'll, we got to go to factory stocks because we're running out of time. Heat race number one, Don Johnson, the Bubba. Huh? Don Johnson Jr. out of Essenceville, Alabama. He picked up the win. Joey Shirley out of Enterprise, Mississippi, finished second. Steven Fretwell out of Dave, Florida, finished in that third spot. You start hearing some of these North Carolina cars, some of these Florida cars showing up. You know what we're building up to. All right, he raced number two. He raced number two. Chris Reeves out of London, Alabama. Boy, if I can say any car out there was smoking, I'd say that Alan Green special number 420, Chris Reeves, I'd say he's smoking. He's hot, baby. He is real hot. Trevor Yates uh, out of Brandon, Mississippi. Look, Trevor Yates, another heavy hitter that's going to be coming up real soon. I'm going to tell you about it here in just a minute. Blaze Chatham, the wild thing, 14B out of Florence, Mississippi. He finishes third. We'll go to the feature finish. All right. Chris Reeves did it again, y'all. I think that's third, fourth win. We had to check with him. Trey Murphy, man, look at that kid, man. Like, he shows up this year. He is already in that second place against some stout hitters here. Trevor Yates out of Brandon, Mississippi, the 27 machine. He finishes third. Joey Shirley and Blake McNeil round out your top five. Uh, Blake McNeil in that number three Project X machine. Uh, we So we now have... Uh, hot shots. Well, this one's going to be quick. We'll go to feature time. Uh, Blake Hatfield defends his uh, his spot. Zach Mosley uh, finishes second. Uh, it's time to see some Dale Johnson versus some Blake Hatfield at Why Not Motorsports Park. I want to see it because Hatfield's come out and he's been the hat trick since uh, the, the, the notorious D-A-L-E since he's been absent at the Why Not Motorsports Park. I want to see that happen. Let's, let's let's make it happen, okay? Open wheel modified. We got we got run out of time here. Uh, Jay Rosenberg out of Social Mississippi. He finishes uh, uh, in the first spot. It's only one heat race, I believe. Greg Hollins were back in the throttle again. The Double O Eight High Sawdust One Hundred Service Center Machine finishes second. Joe Phillips out of Jay, Florida. He finishes third. Uh, notable Chase Holland, Travis Marsh, fourth and fifth. We're going to go to the feature. Boy, oh, boy, that kid, let me tell you something. When he got up on the throttle on that wheel, son, not much nobody could do. Chase Holland, wow, dominant. Social Mississippi, the 45 machine, the kid steps out in a tuxedo. There ain't nothing like it. Greg Hollingsworth, 008, man, he finished second. Joe Phillips finished third. Travis Marsh, fourth. Cameron Williams out of McLean, Mississippi, finishes in that five spot. So, uh, that was uh, – we'll go to the – we had an extra class this weekend, man, the Mississippi State Championship Challenge Series. Super late models uh, were on hand. Let me tell you something. 20 cars. It was great. B-Main number one, Jason Gerald, Jeremy Broad, Alex Ashley out of Center, Texas. B-Main number two, Hunter Lewis. Glad to have him back at the track. Mason Jordan, Central Louisiana, Billy Franklin in third spot. Cole Cameron Ford. Scott Abram in the fifth spot. In the dash, Rick Rickman and Brian Rickman put the show on for the fans. It was Dalton Cook 
in the third spot, we'll say more about him in just a minute, Salem, Alabama. So, uh, come feature time, let me tell you something. I told his name just then, Dalton Cook. That's all you could say through the whole race because that boy, he uh, he was another one with the, with the throttle down and hung straight out. He was uh, painting the walls as uh, as he uh, rode to victory lane. Chad Thrash in the one seat out of Marie, Mississippi. He finished second. Michael Arnold out of Hattiesburg, Mississippi. That's four machine. He finished in the third spot. Brian Rickman and jo- Joseph Joyner. Uh, the Hunter Front, we said something about them earlier, finished in that five spot. Look, Artie, I know I'm out of time. I did it as fast as I could. But let me tell you something. There's something else that's coming up fast. you got to buy you, you got to have your spot ready. you got to have uh, signed in through uh, Shannon Howers and uh, why not most part. Make sure if you're going to be at the Street Stock Nationals as a driver, you're getting signed up quickly. They put it out in an announcement. I think it's uh, 144 cars apiece. They're going to stop the limit, man. You can't have that many cars in the pit. So they have drawn the limit. You better get signed in fast because, man, I'm telling you, they keep popping every day, three of them, three of them. This uh, Southern Street Stock Nationals presented by Strength Roofing and Siding has become the most amazing, awesome thing in the whole world. Everybody already knows about it, but I'm just going to tell you, if you're not already signed up and plan to be there, well, come on. And you know what? If you're not racing, just join the party. It's going to be a lot of fun. Y'all go. Make sure you're at Why Not Motorsports Park the 11th through the 14th of August for the Southern Street Stock Nationals. But we also uh, we also have a race coming up July 24th. It's going to be our last weekly racing race, man. So we won't see the Crate Lake models or the Modifieds uh, until uh, October unless anything changes. So, man, I'm telling you, make sure that you come out to Why Not Motorsports Park July 24th uh, for our weekly racing series. And, uh, man, I promise you, man, we put on three shows back-to-back already, man, back-to-back-to-back. It was awesome. The fans were there. There was plenty of cars there. Man, racing is hot, and why not? And we're just getting started on the big races. So uh, I'll turn it over to you, man. Woo! Appreciate you. Oh, man, what a lot right there, y'all. That is Chris Creighton. He is the announcer over at Why Not. And Why Not got the big street stock nationals. You just heard it right here. And I'm telling you right now, if you miss out on going to at least going to go spectate that three-wide start, it is really unbelievable and a great time. All right, I'm not sure if we have our next um, caller on the line. Uh, We have Mr. Brian DeRouche. He is the owner of Pike County Steelers. Uh, How you doing, Alan? Oh, doing good. How about yourself? Uh, we ain't going to complain, man. Glad uh, to be on the show. Yeah, definitely, definitely glad to have you. Uh, Pike County Speedway um, closed for a lot of years, uh, and, and now it's got a rebirth. Um, tell us about that rebirth, and tell us about how exciting it is to be at Pike County on a Saturday night. Well, I mean, uh, like I said, we it was down for about six years, and we uh, had a little dream, and, you know, we reopened it, did a lot of hard work on it. And last year we had a, a tremendous season last year. And, uh, you know, we didn't get started till in June, but when we got started we had the crowd, the cars. I mean, it was it was a full package. It, it was, I mean, it just came along pretty good. We had a lot of help getting it all started. And, uh and then, you know, we had the off-season. We put some, some new clay on the track and started out this year. And it's, it's been good. We've been having real good car counts. And, you know, the fans, I mean, it's, it's, it's been real. Every week that I've been there, it has been a packed house. 
90 plus cars in the pits. Uh, it is um, a really um, special for me to go to Pike County um, after being closed for so many years and not knowing what the status would be with Pike. And uh, mm-hmm. tell us about um, what's going to be happening this weekend. This weekend, got some big, big uh, sprint cars running. Yes. Well, unfortunately, last weekend we got rained out, so we didn't get nothing in. But uh, we got the USCS and the Mississippi Sprint Car Series. They're doing a little challenge, facing off against each other. And I think we'll have a, a real good sprint car count. Uh, and then we're running all of our regular classes, you know. Uh, so I think I think it'll be a good car count and, and some serious action. Definitely, definitely. The rain, let's talk about the rain. The rain has been a hamper this entire season um, for all of the tracks down here in the south. Uh, I know last week, uh, I think it was Tommy went live and just seen the track, how much water mm-hmm. it took on. Um, just uh, unbelievable the amount of water that we've been having. Um, and I know Pike has suffered just like everybody else in the South uh, yes. with that rain. Yes, it has. I mean, and, and look, it's not looking good for this weekend. I'm hoping it, could, it changes, you know, by tomorrow and but, I mean, we got, like, I think a 50% chance tomorrow and 70 on Saturday. But that could change. I hope Mother Nature tries to let us get it in. Yep, yep. You never know where she's going to head. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yep. All right, so uh, for people that don't know uh, where Pike County is, uh, explain explain where Pike County is. and um... We're uh, in South Mississippi, Magnolia, Mississippi, Pike County. We're uh, exit eight off of 55 and uh, highway 568, right off the interstate. Yeah, hard to um, miss it. Yeah, yeah, you get off the exit and it's right there. You can't miss it. Yep. Um, I was on my way up to to Jackson last week and I pulled off the interstate right there at Pike. It was just probably about 5:30 and it was a nice little storm hitting that area at that point uh, as well. Mm-hmm. So, um. Uh, it was raining a little bit, and we pulled up to the gate and backed around. But um, it was um, definitely um, a rough weekend, to say the least. Yes. So, so what classes are y'all? What what's all the classes you're running this weekend? And um, uh, tell us about that, and also about those mini wedges. Yep, we're going to run our mini wedges. We run them every weekend, and we run our. Um, our pure stock, the uh, crate racing USA street stock. Uh, by the way, in two weeks we have a, a prelude to the street stock national coming up for for that. The winner gets a guaranteed shot in the at the street stock nationals. That's coming up, um, and then we got the limited modifieds. We got the uh, open wheel modifieds and the crate. Uh, you know the crate USA crate late models 604s. Uh, we're running them, and we're running the Stingers front-wheel drive. We normally run our rookie class in the limited, but we're going to let them run with the with the regular limited class just to, you know, cut a class out to give us a little extra time to deal with the sprint cars. And then we like to be running USCS sprint cars and Mississippi State sprint car or Mississippi sprint car series. Uh, they're doing a challenge. This well, weekend, a, gates open at five, racing at seven. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, look, let me tell you a quick little story. Um, when I was, uh, I guess I was 16 or 17, I just got my driver's license, and um, the LA 36 was St. Tammany Speedway back then, 
It's only mm-hmm. like a, like literally like two miles from my house. And we um they had the World of Outlaws coming to Pike County Speedway. And I was like, um, you know, debating whether I wanted to drive way over there or, or just go right here to the track. So I told my parents, I said, yeah, I'm just going to the track because they knew I went every every Saturday. Well, I drove all the way to Pike County Speedway and I uh, didn't bring my goggles, forgot my goggles. And them, them World of Outlaws, they put some dirt up in them stands. And, yeah. uh, and at the end of the night, when I go back to my car, the car won't start. So I, I thought I was going to be in big, big trouble. But we got it cranked up and I got home. So... Um, I remember those days um, sneaking over to Pike um, might a few times. So yeah. uh, I love I love Pike County, and uh, I'm glad that that it's got a rebirth, relife there. And um, I wish y'all the best of luck. And we will see you Saturday. I'll be at Pike County this Saturday night um, for the USCS Big Sprint Car Race this weekend. So I appreciate um, everything that y'all are doing over there. And um, if there's anything you want to add, go ahead and add it. And, um, you know, you got well, I wanna, I, I like to say I appreciate you, uh, you know, bringing us on here and you know helping us out with this. And uh, I mean, I, uh, I really appreciate you coming. You know, get with me when you get over there to the track this weekend. And um, like I said, I like to, you know, thank all of the people that helped us out. You know, get this started because it, it, it definitely wasn't done by myself. You know, I had a lot of people helped out in a lot of different ways. And uh, you know, it'd be I wouldn't have the time to name them all, but there was a lot, and uh, and I appreciate all the work that they all done to help me get this track back up and running. Yeah, a lot of work, um, a lot of hours. I do know that. Um, yeah. So uh, it's it's a lot of work to get something that's been closed for that many years to get it back it, to yes, life. Yes, it is. So, and it's a lot of work to keep it going. You know, I mean, it's yeah. it's a lot of work. Yep. There's a lot of work, to, a lot of work for dirt track. Every week, um, you got to redo that surface. So uh, yes, I do know is. that it's a lot, a mm-hmm. lot of work each and every week. And we, uh, we appreciate you and your staff um, keeping that track going. And actually, it's been probably better racing there than it was back, back in the day when we used to go. So yes, and, and I've raced been, there a long time. I've raced there twenty some years, you know, and modified in crate race and crate and uh, super late models and. That's always been my favorite track, and I guess that's why I bought it, you know. Correct, correct. So, um, yeah, we appreciate everything that you're doing over there. We really do. And uh, All right. we'll definitely get you back on the show here later on. And, uh, we, okay. We talk so, I, I will appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much for calling. All right, Artie. Thank you, man. All right. That's Brian Jones, Pike County Speedway's owner. Um, he is, um, like I said, he's a – a leader there, and like you said, he couldn't have done it with his with his. Um, I'm telling you, the places are rocking and rolling each and every Saturday night. So if you want to see some great action-packed racing over at Pike County Speedway, that is the place to be every Saturday night. The place is rocking and rolling. Stands are packed, the pits are packed, and you just don't get any better than that. So. Um, all right, now we're gonna we're gonna travel up I-55 and we're gonna head on up to North Mississippi. Uh, we are talking crossroads, Park with Mr. Dave Chisholm. Um Crossroads Motorsports Park is up in Cornish, Mississippi. Tell us about the track. No, yeah, y'all well. I really uh. They don't have nothing really from Crossroads this week. I do know they had the Super 8 uh, 
Super 8 race coming, big event. I kind of like went a little bit south of Corinth and went east of them uh, this week to bring you some uh, a couple little variety there. Uh, you got Moulton Speedway there in Moulton, Alabama, uh, right across the line of North Mississippi there. It's uh, the Moulton Speedway, the family track. It's a small-type, short-track racing facility, uh, real good uh, on-track action, a lot of fans, a lot of great racers there. Uh, got some of the top three there and uh, a few of those events there. And open wheels. Everybody's getting ready uh, around all the tracks up this way, and I'm sure other uh, areas for the the King of Mods race coming up the end of this month. I think 31st at North Alabama to crown the King of Mods there. The pre-entry, uh, you can go to North Alabama Speedway if you want to race the King of Mods race pre-entry all the way up to June, uh, July 19th there to get your pre-entries in. And uh, but anyway, back to Moulton there, the, the mod open wheel mod race. Uh, top three would would be uh, Greg Wilhite coming in second with Steve Duncan, and then uh, this guy here, uh, he he can drive factory stocks, street stocks, 602, and even open wheel. Mr. Uh, Levi Aldridge, he come in third in uh, the open wheel uh, race. We got a really good. Uh, Real good competition everywhere in the street stock division. And then Moulton, the top three was Jeremy Isabel. Uh, second with Chad Winkles. He's probably won, I don't know, he won several races up there uh, earlier in the year with his uh, race tech uh, team. Uh, third was uh, Jordan Phillips. And, and that's your street stock top three at Moulton Speedway Family Track. And then got a uh, top three in factory stock. First time winner there, uh, new winner was uh, Dusty Richardson. He got the win. Uh, Chase Chase Aldridge has been dominating that track with the lead spring Camaro, uh, winning just about every weekend. But he had mechanical issues and wasn't able to make the fit. But Dusty Richardson picks up the win with uh, Johnson Caldwell second and uh, D. Wayne Benson coming in third in Moulton. That's that's all I'll cover off of uh, the Moulton track there. We'll go on uh we'll come a little bit back across the line. There's the uh, Mississippi historically oldest dirt track in Mississippi. Uh, established 1962, been in operation every year since. Columbus Speedway, better known as Bass Bowl Ring in the South, high bank quarter mile track. Uh, super speed, climb the banking and send it send it down the straightaways. We cover about three divisions in that in that uh, race at Columbus. Uh, we'll, start, well, we'll cover four. So, six oh four uh, top three would be Jason Markwitz, followed by Joey Molinex and Bobby Jordan in your six oh four straight race in USA state model division. Following next would be the crate race in UAS. USA, excuse me, I'm so used to saying UAS for unlimited all-stars. I get them confused. So, 602 USA, great racing cars there. First place is uh, the number three car. Everybody knows him as the junkyard dog, Tony Shelton. He takes home the win in the master build at the High Banks Bull Ring, followed by Jared Jones and Alan Banks, 602 division. And then we're moving, moving on down to the street stock, uh, Mississippi street stock. Michael Hussman, Magic 8-Ball, anybody follows him knows 
he calls them the baddest street stocks on planet Earth, and they some of them are your uh, feature winner. The street star division was Mississippi's most wanted man, Lee Ray himself, followed by the Fern Bank Flash out of Alabama, Jamie Studdy. Third place was a uh, track favorite, fan favorite, Dusty Cooper. That's your top three in street stock. Then we got the Patrick stock, which is probably one of the biggest civilians and probably the next to the biggest class around here next to 602s is Patrick stock. And uh, the wind goes a uh, good three bars. Uh, been a little struggling a little bit behind this year and finally got got everything lined up. Uh, Josh Holbrook, he picked up the win. Number seven, Monte Carlo at the Columbus Speedway. Followed by a close second, C.J. Hodges and Craig Barham in the top three. That'd be a factory stock. I got one more. We got the hot shots. Some call them buzz. Some call them this, that, and other. They call them hot shots around here. Uh, the feature winner would be Josh Children. Second place, Taylor Murphy. Third place, Miss Sherry Eaton from uh, the Eaton Clinic. Uh, they sponsor. Uh, they sponsor the open wheel uh, modified class at the mag, and they also sponsor a lot of the drivers, uh, local drivers. And Miss Sherry, she I think picked up her first top three of the year, and she just started racing four or five races ago. I'm pretty sure of that. So I mean, she's come pretty good long ways there. And we got just some other info, information of some, like I said, upcoming events here. Uh, we got the mag. The, we got the Governor's Cup here this weekend coming up at the Magnolia Motor Speedway. They're known as the Mag, home of the Black Eyes. It's Black Prairie Gumbo Dirt. Unlike your brown and unlike your tan dirt, this is black dirt. Black Prairie, and uh, it, it, this track will change quicker than your normal track. It, it could be it could be full of bites right off the bat. Next thing you know, it could be slick loose. It could come back around. It could rubber up and have a tremendous grip, and everything turns into rockets. And then the next race up, it could be back to back to slick. You just never know. I mean, the grip could be up high, up against the wall, wide open around the rim for five, six laps, and then all of a sudden it's gone. You got it, and you have to go to the bottom and look for that discolored dirt when that happens. And usually, the black slick comes, so you know, from the heat. And everything, and a lot of cars on the track, a lot of tires on the track. This weekend, the Governor's Cup will be, we'll have uh, the Super Late Models, the Southern All-Star Super Late Models in the house for 4,000 to win. Should be a really good show. Along with your other division, Straight Racing, uh, Straight Racing USA, 604s, the 602s, Open Wheel Modified, Street Stock, Tiger Stock. Hot shots. They'll all be running, uh, I believe, regular point series racing in them divisions, but a big race for the Southern All Stars. You know, we don't have the super late models as regular uh, weekly shows anymore, hardly. So, you know, when they do come around, they put on a good show. Home track of the Rickman, Eddie Rickman, Brian Rickman, Rick Rickman, several more guys around here. So, they'll probably be looking to, you know, to run up front. Get a win for for the home team, and should be some great racing tomorrow night at uh, seven. I think the open practice for all divisions want to come out, make some laps, uh, get your car set up, open practice tomorrow night, and racing Saturday night for the Governor's Cup. And uh, taking along that line, uh, I know uh, we got Mister 
Tim down there working on indoor go kart uh, for Capital City Race, and uh, coming up, I think September 4th. And give a shout out. I'll get a couple shout outs up here locally. We got tremendous amount of new racers, mainly a lot of them are your car racer families, your younger uh, families, the kids that are uh, they're racing carts. They're racing, uh, like I said, Johnny's got a track at the mag inside the infield. They had, uh, I believe, 50, 50 something entries or more this past Friday night. They was lined up from the gate to the road. They raced uh, four divisions, basically. Your Harbor Freight, Predator 212 motor, go get it, pull it out of the box. Kids, it's basically stock. They have a little modified division, and uh, the adults have a couple different stages, you know, to allow you to do some internal work. Real simple rules, uh, no big deal. You can go, uh, it's, uh, they've uh, formed the Twin State Carding Association with these rules, so they're running several little tracks with these rules. You can go to PRL, Motorsports page. That's uh, Brad Logan, and uh, read the rules on there or find them shared by several of your uh, local racers up here. And uh, they're, they're on fire. They're spreading the go-kart racing here. And these kids to feel that uh, seat and feel that car, go-kart up under them and become one with it and know what it feels like and stay up on the wheel. And these are your future uh future stars of the car racing, you know, here in just a few short years. So it's really, uh, everybody's really excited. Everybody's having a great time with that. And uh, I just shout out to them for, uh, for getting it going and making it grow. So And it's spreading everywhere. I heard it's in Arkansas spreading just as like wildfire like it is in Mississippi. So that's a good thing. And I got one more. This could be a, could be a little shout out historical fact here. Uh, tomorrow, Saturday night at the Mag, Magnolia Motor Speedway in the 602 Lake Mall Division. We will have, these, these, this family is known for dirt racing uh, 30, 40, close 40 years now. Anybody that's ever known any of the flurries, flurries like Keith Flurry or Scott Flurry, well, Saturday night, Scott Flurry, uh, Flurry Motorsports here in Becker, Mississippi. Uh, they're going to have Scott Flurry racing. His son Jeremy racing, and his youngest son Dylan racing. All three of them, uh, 602 division, on the track at the same time, racing against the whole field, racing against each other for bragging rights in the family. So I believe it's first time in history we have uh, three flurries on a racetrack at one time in the same division, and uh, kind of excited about it. And everybody's taking their side bets and choosing their favorite. And uh, yeah. personally, I put it out there. I, on the on for the record, uh, I like to go by stats and facts. Dylan's uh, been racing for about a year now, 602. And he's got him a top here recently. And Scott, he's uh, he's been doing a lot of testing, so I really haven't seen him make the, the long run. And it's going to be Jeremy's first time in 602. Now, he is a past street stock champion, and uh, so he should, uh, he should go right at home in the 602. But my pick, uh, I'm going with Dylan. I'm going with the stats and uh, and the facts, so he's my pick, and that's uh, just something kind of neat that'll be a historical fact later on down the road, but happening this Saturday night at the Mag there in Columbus, Mississippi, home of the Black Eyes, so that's about all I got this week, Artie, and uh, we'll have some great racing this weekend and more stats and facts and maybe, uh, you know, something, something strange, something weird, something new. Never know if we'll yep. around where I'm at. But 
Ain't no wrong with that. Look, I got Not a question for you. You ever been to the um, drag strip right there by Moulton, right next door? Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, they got drag strip right there. Uh, in fact, yeah, they have drag strip. Been there. Exactly. Uh, North Alabama has one right beside their dirt track. Yes. No, I never seen yes, that. Sir. I went to North Alabama, too. I don't remember seeing the drag strip there. Um, yes, um, yes, is it the same owners at Moulton that owns the, the drag strip or no? No, uh, no, sir, it's not. Uh, the uh, there's two different, two different separate uh, entities that own own them tracks. So as far as as best I can, best I know, you know. Yeah, yeah I wasn't sure if it was the same people. Uh, I've been to both of those tracks. I've been to Moulton and in, in North Alabama, and uh, I definitely seen the drag strip next door. You sit on top of bleachers and you can watch the drag race on the backside. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. 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 I, been, done a little of that too, but that's been years past. But yeah, they still drag race. I think uh, maybe Sundays, I believe it is, or or special events. And then right here where I live, right across the Alabama line in uh, Soldier, Alabama, they have a uh, they have a big mud derby race. You know, like the pro the pro uh, mod pro four trucks you watch on TV that, that does the racing. They these guys have these these type trucks in the top division. Uh, mud racing the circuit does. The track and the circuit there, then they have all your lower divisions too, and it's sort of like a monthly deal. I think the next big race will be August, uh, first Saturday in August, maybe the seventh if I'm right. But I plan, if nothing happens, I plan on going and, and covering that to bring just a little bit different side of racing. But it is racing, it is dirt, liquid dirt, mainly mud. But uh, from what I've been hearing, what I've been seeing, man, is some great, great action, great racing. Good people, great equipment, fans, I mean, the whole nine yards. So, got to go check it out. Got to bring it to the Southern Dirt Track Report because it is Southern Dirt. It is a track, so we got to report on it, brother. So, uh, Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Next month, a little mud race, and we'll go with everything else. So, kind of a little, little mix in the cocktail there. So. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, thank you so much, Dave, for calling in. And, uh, I appreciate the, the report. Man, you know, I appreciate you uh you give me the time and uh, opportunity to to give these guys up here a shout out and uh, you know kind of help this thing spread along, get the news out there on what's what's going on in our region. So currently, I'm here at the NH Motorsports 2.0 with all the guys and they're thrashing, getting ready, talking big talk, you know, getting hyped up, getting ready to go go to the mag, conquer the black eyes because it just ain't a race against a competitor; it's a race against that track because. Uh, that old black girl, she'll uh, she'll change up on you in a minute. So oh, yeah. you got to stick with yeah. it. You got to watch it. You can't just say, "Well, I know what it'll do later," because it might do it and it might not. So uh, it's a yeah. you know it's, it's a it's a game to play, and we all like playing it. So we're getting prepared for that. So. No doubt, no doubt. Well, thank you so much, uh, ladies and gentlemen. That is Dave Chisholm. Um, he is our North Alabama, North Mississippi. Um, um, reporter, and um, he does a great job with his report. Um, all right, we got Jared Hudson on the line now. Jared oh, Hudson yeah. is going to be talking South Alabama news. What's up? What's up? <clears throat> what's up, Jared? Tell us about what's going on down there at Deep South of Tri County. You got five minutes. All right, so uh, Deep South going to have some good racing this weekend. Uh, Tri-County is going to have some good racing. Tri-County has got a two-night show. Uh, Deep South has $3,000 to win street stocks. And 
Let's see. They have the vintage on schedule, 602 Sportsman. And let me see what else they got. Uh, regular show, they got the uh, UMP Modified. Um, pure stocks. And they do not have the factory stocks on schedule for this weekend. And let me go over to uh, Tri-County. And I'm going to look at their big two-day race they're having. Let's see, I got bad cell phone service where I'm at, so y'all have to forgive me. All right, let's see. Here we go. Pure stock. All right, so I'm reading their post from two days ago. Pure stock bomber drivers and teams. Here's everything you need to know concerning this Friday's race. It's all in the cards. Joker's wild draw format during intermission on Friday night. A feature winner and second through sixth place drivers from each class will meet on the front straightaway to draw cards. Cards will be valued in the order of high to low, 14, 14 cards total. Pole position would be eighth. King would be the outside pole, etc. The catch is there will be a joker in the stack. If the joker is drawn, that driver can move himself to the pole and put the pole sitter anywhere in the grid from second to fifth. The joker also doubles the purse from 1250 to win to $2,500 to win. Wow, that's awesome. So here we go. 1250 payout. Woo, man. 1250 first, second place, $600. Third, 400. Fourth, 200. Fifth, 150, and keeps going. Then the $2,500 payout. $2,500 for first, second, $800. Third, $600, $400 for fourth. Fifth is $200. Holy crap, Batman. That's awesome. The, the race will be 20 laps, as noted before. Each class will run its own weekly regular paying feature event before intermission. This race is for exhibition only and give drivers a chance to compete for two purses in one night. Regular features will be 20 laps. Drivers' pit passes will be 25. No entry fee. Gates open at 5 p.m. Order of events, they got 604 hot laps qualifying, 602 hot laps, pure stocks, bombers, street stocks, prayer national anthem, and then so forth and so forth. That, that's, that's super awesome. Then intermission and the card. Joker's wild, pure stocks, slash bomber challenge, 20 laps. That is super, super awesome. You want to get down to the swamp, Tri-County Speedway, Friday night. And then Saturday night, whoo, doggy. Tri-County Speedway's got another race Saturday night, so let's look at it. And uh, late model all-star race, whoo, order of events, format July 7th, both 602 and 604 crate late models will be timed during hot laps. Best time lap of the session will be used to generate the heat race starting order. Heat race finishing orders will be used to determine feature lineup for both classes. Each class will have a 15-lap regular weekly event feature race com complete with a weekly path. Top 10 from each class will be locked into the All-Star race. Wow, that's awesome. During intermission, the feature winner from both the 602 Sportsman class and the 604 Crate class will meet on the front stretch for a coin toss. The winner of the coin toss will be able to select inside or outside lane starting position for his or her class. For instance, if the coin toss winner selects inside, his feature finishing order from positions 1 through 10 would make up the entire inside row from pole sitter to row 10, according to their feature finish. Your class's regular feature is a qualifying race for the all-star race. 
Wow, that's pretty cool. So that man, if you're not as excited as a fat kid at a buffet line on Valentine's Day about that, you got problems. And let's see. All face sanction classes are a stamp tire rule immediately after you leave the track for qualifying. You must roll through the tech shed to be weighed and have your tires marked. Those four tires will be the tires you run in the heat and regular feature. You may only change one of those tires during the regular program. If it becomes damaged, you must notify tech if a tire is cut and needs to be replaced, so forth and so on. So that's really awesome. So y'all go on out to the Swamp Tri-County Speedway, Deep South Speedway's racing too. Go support Mr. Billy Robertson and staff up there. Thank you. And uh, go support the days at Tri-County Speedway at the, at the Swamp. One thing you want to be aware about at the Swamp, like I, like I said before, them dead gum mosquitoes are so big, just like Uncle Si says, you slap them, they'll slap you right back, Jack. Take your mosquito spray to the Swamp because you will be eating up. But I love going there. I love the days. Miss Maryland's great, great, awesome. I love going up there. Uh, the Bombers, I love the Bomber class. I love all these classes, 602. And with Deep South adding the vintage class, whoo, my buddy Jamie Mazingo may race his vintage car. It's been a long time since he's raced. So that would be awesome. I hope the vintage show up. I hope they show up and show out. And, you know, rated R for racing, rated R for redneck, both tracks. Both tracks are the Cadillac of dirt tracks. And Tri-County especially, because it's one of the nicest facilities you will ever go to. Go down to Tri-County Speedway, check out their facility. Also, check out their drive-in movies they do. Uh, check their schedule for that. We're out of time, baby. All right. All right. All right we're out of time. That was Jared Hudson, y'all, South Alabama. Uh, yeah, yeah. Update there from Tri-County and, and Deep South. Um, next up, we, we're going to have uh, uh, Justin Dillon. Justin Dillon. My man. Uh, this is the Greenville man right here. What is up, my man? Man, the Jay Dillon shows on the radio, son. We uh, had a heck of a weekend last weekend. Man, I already got to rub elbows, shake hands, and watch a bunch of good racing. Got in a Jackson Motor Speedway because we were closed. Uh, when I tell y'all, one of the nicest guys you ever meet, Artie in person, Artie is a jam-up guy. He got two beautiful little boy and girl. Uh, I got the, the chance to have a good conversation with him and his kids. Got to introduce him to all my, my crew we took to Jackson. We ended up taking 20, almost 20 cars with us from Greenville to Jackson. I don't think Artie's ever seen a hot shot race, but he's seen Jay Dillon in action. Last weekend, come out of the booth and got in the car, went from the back to the front, and tried to go all the way to the front end of Artie, but they called it on me. Uh, this weekend, we got coming up at my track tomorrow night, first Friday show we've had all year. Uh, USCS, Mr. Pete Walton, a 360 Sprint's going to be in the house under the light. Uh, they always put on a great show when they come. Uh, like I said, I talked to Mr. Pete, and Tommy Rose going to come down from West Memphis and do some announcing with me. And Artie, you still coming up? You may get off and come see me? Oh, no, I'm not going to come this Friday, man. I can't pick it up away. So I'm, I'm coming up hey. one Saturday, I promise you. I'm going to come see y'all. I'm going to hold you to that one for sure because we've got a lot of racing on, still on between now and Gumbo Nationals, you know, Gumbo Nationals is September the 30th, October 1st and 2nd. Uh, we are giving away a car for a, a local racer. They, they they have a street stock car and about five factory stock cars. He's our age already. He's come down with cancer. He's been beat it once in uh, 
like I say, it come back over for a second swing, but we're on a downhill slide, so we're going to give a car away at Gumbo National, uh, a little old vapor track hot shot car like I drove last weekend. Uh, it's brand new. Uh, we're going to have it ready at the Gumbo National. It's $10 a ticket, or you can get uh, a book for 100 Like I say, it's a chance for somebody who, who can't afford a race car or who wants one that their wife won't let them or their mom won't let them, buy a chance to win it. You can get in touch with me, uh, Charity Kilgore or Carl Kilgore. Uh, my number is 662-390-3962. Charity is 820-4317. And Carl is 820 I'll get Artie to post it all to his page if y'all guys want to contact us so get some tickets. Uh, we're going to run all the classes tomorrow night. And uh, we're going to run everything but the modified. We're going to run our Outlaws. We're going to run our Street Stock, uh, factory, factory Stock, and the Vapor Shack Hot Shop. But like I say, we've got a lot of big sponsors, you know, that have come a long way. We had a 1500 to win the last home race we had two Saturdays ago. Uh, the Crate Racing USA, it's a, a, a battle for points right now. And Chris uh, Wild, with his wife, the track photographer, she, uh, they ended up getting him a win. He hadn't won one all year, had a, whole, a lot of hard luck, but he won one last year to so put him up in points, about 100 points above my brother. They're battling for first, and then Bubba Harrison, Alan Brown, and Peter Hazard. Uh, the Outlaw Stars, we got, you know, we got five good big names that used to drive old school late models. Now they got some Outlaws in. I already got talked about last week. Uh, Mr. Jimbo Wrinkle, he's way ahead in the points this year. Uh, but Miss Mr. Colt Fence has been, been on it pretty hot and heavy, trying to win one or two here and there. Uh, the 9.15 full and gift factory stocks, Mr. Chad Tyson, he, done, he come out, he flipped the car in Jackson a month ago, brought it back. Uh, the Greenville flipped it again. In Greenville, in turn top of turn two, believe it or not, I've never seen a car already flip twice in two weeks and then be back the next week to race. That's when you know, like we say, the, the race is one at the garage. We just go out there and tow the checkers all we do, honestly, because people think we work on them at the racetrack. We do, and you got to see firsthand how we all done it. But uh, I don't like to do it, honestly, at the racetrack. I'd rather do it at the shop because it's, it's a lot less stress. But Mr. Chad Tires, he's way ahead in our points in our factory stock division. But he's got Jacob Wiggins, Franklin Lick, Jamie Toten, and Josh Jennings all nipping at the heel. And like I say, we got two of our young drivers. He was driving at the race last week. Mr. Landon Parker, third generation racer. He's only 86 points ahead, Artie. You know how far, how much that is? That ain't but one night. He told his mom and dad, we left Jackson the other night. We stopped down at the Waffle House. He told all of us, he said, Uncle Jay Dillon, he said, I'm, I'm a, he had a bad record in Jackson. We spent all week putting this car back together, Artie. When I tell you, a frame machine, we put that thing on all kinds of stuff this week. But he ain't but 68 points ahead right now of Mr. Little Jonathan Bates from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. So we had to get him ready. So he told his mom and dad they're going to have to wait a day to get to the beach so we could get ahead in points and keep his lead. So he wants that championship this year. And like I said, I like to see kids race, Artie, don't you? I mean, that's that's where our sport's going. Us older folks, when I didn't end up getting out. And we got a little no doubt, kids. No doubt. And, and, I mean, the, the kids, you've seen us, we had a whole bunch of kids around the class again because at our home site at Greenville Seaway, me and Carl Kilgore, and I give him all the praise and glory of molding me into the man I am with the children, you know, because, I mean, he helped me back in the day. I was 19, 20, and he gave me a ball team, and now, you know, look at me now. I got eight years on the same ball team my little boy you met. So, I mean, and now we're in the racing, hot and heavy with him, and it's all about the kids. During intermission tomorrow night, I'm going to try if I can squeeze in Jay Dillon's foot race. We do it, and we're going to give $10, $10, and $10 to the top three 
and then fourth and fifth get five and a dollar. And we'll break them up in two groups. And, I mean, it's something to get the kids out. We'll have some fireworks. Mr. Pete Walton always puts on a good show with the 360 sprints when they come because you've seen our banks. The banks are the highest banks uh, in anywhere around us. From West Memphis to Jackson, we got the highest bank. I mean, Magnolia's a little bit flatter than us. Uh, the Bull Ring's got six degrees. We've got about eight, nine-degree banks on our track. And that cushion builds up at the top of the wall, and the sprint cars are hooking and booking off the top. Already, when I tell you the sprint cars are rolling, I love to watch them, but I ain't going to drive one. I'm sorry. I just like, <laughs> like to say, you pull, pull, be pulling a man car on that one, because I ain't going to drive it. Oh, show. And what I, uh, my sister asked me, she said, you going to be you gonna be on the radio tonight? I said, of course. I got to hang out with Artie at least about five, ten minutes at the, at the most. I said, I've met a lifelong friend now. Uh, I have been yeah. doing some talking, and we are, we are going to do a Greenville Speedway show just like Artie. We're trying to get them to get with Artie. We're going to come up with one. But that way we can keep folks involved in just our track more than 10 minutes. You know what I mean? And Artie, I'm going to get him on as a, as a guest of our show because, I mean, he helped me progress my way up. Uh, they will have a, a mad dash with the sprint cars. They will have a full show. It's going to be – they usually run 50 laps. They'll probably run 40 laps tomorrow, depending. Hopefully this rain's going to miss us, Artie, because this rain – it looks like it's going to rain right now outside. But you can't let that R word scare you before race day. Any racer knows that. We don't mention rain. We I left the track a little while ago, and the track looks great. Grass looks great. We think we're going to be all on for a good show tomorrow night. Start at 7 o'clock. Races will start at 7.30. Uh, $35 to get in the pits. Uh, and then Charity said that it's uh, $20. She's going to give them a little break, I think. You have to check with her at the gate. But uh, for the senior citizens and the kids, you know, they'll get a six to uh, six to zero to six is going to have a little break on the pay getting in the pits too. But like I say, it's going to be a great show. It's twenty five dollars to get in the stand, uh, and we we encourage everybody to come out. I mean, you ain't gonna have nothing to do up here around the Delta on Friday night. You got a hot rod at the house, and you want to race this weekend? Come see Jay Dillon at Jay Dillon's show at the Greenwood Speedway and get it on. Because I promise you, you'll be back. Treat everybody like family. Like I say, I got to meet Artie last weekend, folks. And when I tell y'all, he come up, and we just brought him in right on like his family. Uh, yep. That's how we do it at Greenville. Uh, we're all one big family. That race, I mean, it does get, you know, uh, competitive on our track. But all in all, it's a family environment. Something for the kids to do, something for the parents to do. Let the kids watch them race cars go round and round on Friday and Saturday night. They get to hear me run my mouth for about four hours, tell a few, tell a few jokes, make some folks laugh, give some stuff away. Uh, I am going to have some merchandise to give away tomorrow night. Uh, I have a couple shirts and some hats I'm going to give away on my show. Uh, two Jay Dillon shirts, probably, or Dillon Racing shirts. And I'm going to see if I can get any trophies for the kids tomorrow night in that foot race. Because I got a fan on the mess around, I found some trophies uh, that we had put up. And I think we'll give the first winner a trophy tomorrow night in the, the kids' foot race. Uh, along with, of course, they're going to meet. We're going to get some USCS sprint car drivers over there and let them, you know, do some autographs. Again, I do want to mention that car because that, that giveaway car, all the proceeds go to his pipe for cancer because you know already like I know it ain't cheap. I mean, nope. cancer is, is it is the most money making thing in the healthcare industry, and when I tell you it costs a lot, it's it's a lot because I mean insurance covers some, but all the costs of the hospital visits and all that stuff, Jeremiah and them had to come out of pocket on. And we're going to give that car away the, the Thursday night before Gumbo Nationals. That way somebody can show up with a suit and a helmet. They don't have a suit or a helmet already. I might just let them borrow mine and get in the car. Just get them some yeah. laps in. 
Well, I can tell you this. I got my ticket, and I uh, I plan on bringing a bringing my suit and, and, and a helmet. Uh, and you I bring plan on raising up the Gumbo Nationals when I win that car. If you bring if you bring a suit and a helmet, already I promise you, all you have to bring is a suit and a helmet. I'll have you ride. You if you want to ride, you you seem like look. I think he was more blown away at all the cars we had sitting there that was with us than anything. And he looked and he saw folks. He thought that we never just one car in the track. We had uh, looked like a car lot. Sorry. And one of them drivers, I, I brought all my drivers in to meet Artie because, like I say, this guy's gave me a chance to get on a podcast. I've been wanting to do this a long time, and he made my dream. I'm like a kid in the candy store. It made my dream come true for sure. He's my, my, my show out there like that. Oh, and, you know, like, like me and Artie was talking about the other night, he was asking about my announcing and stuff, and I do, I do do. If we're not racing in Greenville, I will do some announcing other tracks, you know, if they need one. We, we do travel racing as well. We're going to go down. Saturday night to Chatham Speedway, try to get some racing in with our late model. But uh, the the whole thing is, is I want this sprint car show to be the best sprint car show we've had all year. We're gonna have a couple weekly races. I'm trying to pull my schedule back up. Or give me just one second. Uh, all right, we're running. We're running uh, kind of late on time, man. We we already uh, behind. All right, yeah, you good? Well, like I said, so, we have weekly racing all all the way up to the fourth. We're gonna have a factory shock show nine uh, September the fourth. I was gonna win, and then. Uh, Gumbo Nationals is coming up October. Yeah, so uh, we, we beat up for the Gumbo Nationals as well. All right, I hope you're going to be there for sure. All like right. Say, it's great to be on the show. See you later. Catch you. Can tell like burning. I'll catch you next Thursday. Definitely, definitely. Sounds good. We'll see you Thursday. All right, brother. Thank you. All right. All right, y'all. That is just a Dylan, and we're dealing racing there. He's an announcer over at Greenville. And we are rolling right along. We're a couple of minutes late, we're a couple of minutes behind, but we're 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 doing all right. All right, now we got Tammy Rath on the phone. Um she will be talking Southern Raceway. Hello, Artie. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I'd like to talk oh, a little bit about the last race. I'm sorry? I said, go ahead and tell us about what's going on at Southern. Well, I'd like to talk about the last race we had. We uh, did a race for one of the tech officials that passed away, Mr. Buddy Miller, and really had a great showing. Uh, we had 100 cars sign in, uh, did some really good close racing, had a big fireworks show, um, really showed Miss Jeanette, his wife, some love. Uh, it was really a good a good turnout. Uh, we had several uh, heat races in the pure stock class. We had four four heat races uh, in the pure stock class. Heat race number one winner was the B24 of Owen Barnhill. Heat race number two winner was number eight of White Parker. Heat race number three was the 50 of Jason Jackson. And heat race number four was the 94T of Terry Mayhair. And in that feature, uh, Owen Barnhill, the B24, did come in first. Second was followed by the number eight, Wyatt Parker, and the number 50 of Jason Jackson. Some real good hard racing in that class. Uh, Street stock class, they had three heat races in it. Uh, I believe there was uh, 16 street stocks there. Uh, Heat race number one was the 27 of Tommy Lowry. Heat race number two was the 72 of Frank Wilson. And heat race number three was the number 11 of Chris Walker. And Tommy Lowry did win that feature, followed by second place, the 45 of Lane Heaton. 
And third place was the number two of Michael Porter. Vintage class, we had 18 cars. And in heat race number one was the 75 of Gaston Rogers. Heat race number two was the number four of Kyle Keckler. And heat race number three was the 52 of J.D. Fuqua. And Caden White, number 94, won that feature. And he was followed by second place, the number four of Kyle Keckler. And third place went to the number 31 of Tommy Gilmore. We had uh, 15 IMCA mods, and in that heat race, they had three heat races on that. The first one was won by the number 22 of Preston Stone. Heat number two was the 04 of James Rohde. And heat number three was winner was the number 27 of Nathan Ingersoll. Uh, Preston did win that feature, the number 22. Second place was the number 27 of Nathan Ingersoll. And third place was the 46 of Jason Lockwood. Uh, sportsman class, they had two heat races. Heat race number one was the 99 of Kevin Mitchell. And heat race number two was the number seven of Johnny Wright. And Kevin Mitchell did win that feature, the number 99. He's been pretty hot, two of Dylan Hamilton. And third place was the OW of Johnny Wright, Jr. In the 604s, there was one heat. The number 24, Stephen Jernigan, did win that. And he also did win his feature, followed by second place, the 33 of Colton Weindecker. And third place was the number two of both play. Singer class. They had 13 singers. And that feature was the number 95 of Charlie Simmons, the 03 of Russell Lestane, and the 330 of Alex Berry came in third. Some really great racing, and we're looking forward to racing not this weekend, but next weekend, the 24th, will be the next Deep South, Deep Southern Shine Run. It will pay 1000 to win in all classes except singers, which will be 400 for the singer class. And that will be for sportsmen, mods, vintage, street stocks, and pure stocks. We'll also be doing a back-to-school supply drive, and that will benefit the East Milton Elementary School. We're going to try and fill up the pickup truck. So every child that comes in 17 and under that brings a school supply will get a free general admission. So we're hoping to try to help help the community out a little bit that way. And uh, we are at 9359 Nichols Lake Road. So if you're ever looking for something to do when you're in the Milton area, please stop by and check out the dirt track. Definitely, definitely. Um, so tell us a little bit more about the Shine Run. It's a new kind of series running. And they're running at Southern and Deep South, I believe. And they run That's every correct. other week or something like that for six um, weeks Well, they or so. do have the schedule on the Facebook page. Um, the, with the rain schedule, the dates have kind of gotten off a little bit, so they're trying to do a makeup race. Um, this will be race number five. And I, knew, I know they do have one to make up as well. So um, this is supported by... Um, or sponsored by, I should say, Murder Creek Distillery. And the two tracks are trying to run together on those. Yeah, I love and, uh, Michael McCall. Really nice... 
Yeah, yes, we, sir, we, that's we, correct. We, yeah, with uh, he used to be the owner of Fomerton Speedway. Um, great guy there, and um, the Murder Creek Distillery seems to be doing pretty well. So um, yes, I'm does. happy for them. And they Definitely. stay pretty involved with several of the local racetracks with um, sponsoring different classes for different events, as well as this um, little uh, class that they're running on this. Definitely a good deal right there. So, Well, thank you so much for calling, and Southern um, will be running in two weeks, correct? Correct. We'll be back correct. in action on the 24th. So on the 24th, they'll be back in action there at Southern Raceway in Milton, Florida, and uh, I'm writing, just writing a couple of notes down, so I'll, just, so I'll have it for the end of the show, but. Uh, All right. Well, I'd like to thank you for the opportunity. I'd like to thank you for the opportunity. Well, we appreciate everything you do for the dirt track community and trying to keep dirt racing alive. Definitely. Thank you so much. I appreciate you calling. Thank you, Artie. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, y'all. That is Tammy Rath. Um, Her entire family races, and um, and she is a big part of Southern Raceway in Milton, Florida. Um, So it's always good to have uh, good good knowledge of racing. She she has a lot of big knowledge of racing, and uh, it's good to have her um, on the show here talking Southern Raceway. And um, like I said, her entire family pretty much races or is involved in some kind of deal um, over um, at, at the racetrack. So um, very knowledgeable, and um, I appreciate her coming on, and we can't wait to hear more from her in the future. All right, so we're going to be talking some goat cards now, some kart racing. Uh, I got Tim Gray on the line. Hey, Artie, how's it going? Oh, it's going great, going great. Um, so how are you this afternoon, and, and tell us what what you got going on. Oh, we got we we are we are inching closer and closer to the Capital City uh, All Star Classic. Uh, we're excited of what is to come of that. Um, we're at um, I just posted my sixty eighth entry. Um, got a phone call. Um, out of um, uh, Alabama and a phone call out of Louisiana. And after I get those entries in from those guys, uh, we'll be close to 80 entries, um, hopefully next week. And, and, and so we're going to, we're going to travel this weekend to a couple of go-kart tracks and try to to advertise that uh, visiting with a, a gentleman out of out of Texas and one out of Arkansas, um, and they're they're bringing their their whole uh, race teams of lawnmowers. So we should have a a good field of of lawnmowers. I'm hoping to to you know fill it up. Um, goal is is I told one guy my goal was 100 entries, and he said, oh you should surpass that. So we'll see see what comes up uh, in the next couple of weeks. You know, we're we're about a month and a half away from uh, the big race, and uh, I'm excited of what what what's coming up. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's a huge race, and it's indoors in Jackson, Mississippi. Tell us about the facility it's going to be at, 
and uh, how to get uh, there. So, so um, it is on the the Jackson. Um, it's on the um, excuse me, the Mississippi State uh, Fairgrounds uh, at the Kirk Fortis Equine Center, and they actually um, when I when I was there visiting with them a couple months ago, um, they started the process. Um, they didn't do no press release, but last week they, they put out a press release and they are actually doing a um, complete renovation of the inside of the facility, brand new um, HVAC and, and, and AC, um, brand new um, lighting and doors, and, and we're excited about what has come. Have you ever never been there? Um, it is a 3,500-seat uh, state-of-the-art uh, equine center, um, VIP suites. I mean, it is it is state of the art, and we're excited about uh, traveling back to the uh, to the Mississippi State Fairgrounds and and putting it back on the map. It was on the map um, about 10 years ago, and we're we're excited to put it back on the map. And we actually visited with a gentleman this week from um, in the Monroeville, Alabama area. Uh, he's building a track, and he wants to. Uh, um, get something going for next year and, and making a traveling series and make the capital city the championship race. So we're going to see uh, how that all falls together. Um, we're actually putting on a, um, it'll be released um, on Monday, a um, race of states. Um, anybody, any any go-kart or lawnmower, um, we'll have two separate races, obviously, that wants to race in that. They'll bring their, their state flag and paraded around um, at the last two races, and we're going to have a traveling trophy, and uh, they need to come back next year and bring that traveling trophy and and see what state wins it next year. But we're excited about uh, things to come. Oh, we're still looking for sponsors. Anybody want to put some extra money up? And we're at we're at right at a thousand dollars in a in a couple of classes, and I mean they're filling up quickly. Um, I'm I'm having to make more parking uh the fairgrounds is is humongous where we're trying to have to make more parking because there's a another event at the coliseum going on that same same weekend so we're excited about um the capital city classic and and what it's going to be uh you know already uh i've seen where uh good old dave chisholm's going to come up and and help out and maybe do some driver interviews and stuff like that yeah so we're yeah, excited, and Artie, you're going you're to be our announcer? Yeah, I'm going to be the announcer there for the show, so I'm excited about that. Uh, huge indoor show, and uh, I'm going to be on the on the mic. Uh, I love doing that kind of stuff, and I'm very excited about the opportunity that it brings. Yeah, and um, ho- hopefully next week we'll have a, uh, a rundown of, of Carson Speedway. We're going to travel there um, Saturday, and, and hopefully Mother Nature will hold off so we can – Get a race in, but we'll have the results next week from Carson Speedway, um, and that's a they're they're putting on their double points race uh, this weekend. So um, hopefully we'll get some more entries out of that. And George County Motorsports Park in Lucille is having a benefit race. Anybody that's uh, down in uh, South Alabama or uh, South Mississippi, the coast, uh, come and see George County Motorsports Park in Lucille. They're putting on a a benefit race. Um, and Greens Creek um, Speedway in Carson as well. It's right down from Carson Speedway. They have a full sprint car show 
um, this weekend. And uh, Square County in Lena, Mississippi, is running the small block open big race. So there's a lot of racing going on this weekend in the go-kart world. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. The the kart world is, is growing every day, and it's the future of, it's a, you know, a lot of these people will go up and, and, and race in a regular car later on. And um, and then some of them will stay right where they're at. They love that go kart racing. So um, I do I do think that that kart racing has a has a huge future here in South Mississippi, South Alabama, South Louisiana. Um, I really do feel like um, it's 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 turning around now and rolling. Yeah, works works like I said, we're excited about it. Um, you want to check us out on Facebook, Capital City All Star Classic. Um, all of our drivers are profiled on there, and uh, like I said, we're we're excited about uh, the things to come. We'll, we'll have the all the um, state race information posted on Monday, and hopefully we'll start posting more entries. So we got we got drivers coming from um, six states away to come to the uh, Jackson uh, County Fairground or the Jackson or Mississippi State Fairground. Excuse me, September fourth. Gates open at 7 a.m. Um, qualifying begins at 12.15. Qualifying begins at 12.15. We'll run all the Predators, uh, qualify them. They'll run their feature races. We'll take the intermission, and then we'll do our, our clones. Um, and and we're, like I said, we're excited about um, the big things that are coming to Cardinal World in, 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 on the coast. So, No doubt, no doubt. Thank you so much for calling. All right, we'll see you next week. All right, sounds good. That's Tim Graves, y'all. We got a big, huge race coming up. Capital City Classic. It's a car race, September the fourth, at the Mississippi State Fairground. It doesn't get much bigger than this. Indoor racing, September the fourth, in Jackson, Mississippi. This is the Southern Dirt Track Report. Talking Dirt, powered by the One Tenth Nation Sports, right here on live podcast. Facebook, and other um, areas. So we appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. It's been an awesome show, and now we're going to get to our next um, guest, which is a driver here. we got James, um, James Bradshaw um, on the line here. Um, he won the street stock race this past weekend at Jackson Motor Speedway. So we are going to talk a little Jackson Motor Speedway now for the next half hour or so. We're going to be talking Jackson. Um, James Bradshaw, how are you tonight? Oh, man, I'm good, Artie, man. I appreciate y'all having us on. Um, it's a it's a real honor to uh, get the privilege to talk with you, man. Definitely, definitely. Um, this past weekend, uh, tell us about the racing. Um, you, was, you, was, you was on fire out there. Man, you know, I, I, I've been out of racing about 16 years and just picked the car back up. Uh, never run a coil spring car before and couldn't really get it doing what I wanted to do and, and I carried it to uh, Steve Bynum of Venom Chassis there in Florence, Mississippi and he helped me get it set up uh, got the front end and all adjusted done some spring changes and, and scaled the car out for me and, and this weekend was the first weekend out uh, afterwards and the car was really hooked up well um, he he done a, he done a fabulous job of, of getting it hooked up and set up nice. So, um, like I said, my hat's off to him and, and several others. I've been out of it a long time, 
and my dad and his wife, my wife and kids, a friend of mine, Charles Berg, 7-Eleven racing team, they've really reached out and, and, and helped me, support me, uh, trying to get back started. Like I said, it, it's been 16 years. I started out running go-karts back when I was 14 years old, and we played with just about everything you could run on dirt. And, and when I got out of it, uh, we was running uh, crate lake models. That's when they, that's when the crates first came out. And we set it out for quite a while and, and done other things and caught a wild hair, man, and decided to get back in it. So this was your first race back from all those years? No, no, it was my first race back w- with my car set up. Um, we've had the car about two months. So okay. we've run we've run eight eight races. We've run uh, two or three races down at at Jackson Motor Speedway, um, and we've been running at Pike County uh, between Jackson and Pike County. And like I said, I've had the car had the car for for two two months, maybe two and a half months, and you can just imagine uh, you know how it was trying to trying to get everything figured out. Uh, still don't have it figured out, but you know, gear ratio and, and all that stuff and, and been out of it so long, it kind of kind of hit a brick wall with it, you know. Um, I, I understand the concept, which <laughs> things have just changed a lot over the years. Correct, correct. So uh, what's it feel like to be back in the car? Man, look, it, it, it's amazing, man. I, I've, I've had the itch ever since I, ever since I got out of racing. Um and and I haven't went to the dirt tracks at all because I knew this would happen if I did. And we went we went to Jackson two weeks two weeks in a row uh, when they had races and and I started looking for a car. Um, my kids are, are older now, and my oldest daughter she she was still in a stroller whenever I whenever I quit. So they were kind of they were kind of pushing me a little bit. Uh, and I'm glad they did. It's 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 been awesome, man. It's uh it's a lot to try to to try to work every day and and keep a car up, especially when you first get started. But things are things are looking better now. But man, it's it, it's just been a blast. I'm I'm meeting new people. You know, a lot of the a lot of the drivers that that were around the racetrack and even the fans that was around the racetrack when I when I quit racing, they're they're not there anymore. A lot of them's not there. So I'm meeting a lot of new faces, and, and, you know, it's just like it was back then, man. Anybody will reach out and help. As a matter of fact, my second night out with the car, the distributor broke, and I went up to Tony Atwood that all of you have heard of and know. Um, I went up to him as a complete stranger, you know, and, and hit him up to bar bar distributor, and he pulled me one out of his toolbox and handed it to me. And believe it or not, that was my first heat race win back in the car, and he finished second to me with his distributor in the car. So I thought that was pretty cool and yeah, and, that's awesome. and, and and pretty pretty nice of uh, Mr. Atwood to to lend me that being a total stranger. Um, Tony Atwood's a good guy, man. He he will he if he, if he has it and you need to borrow it, uh, he will definitely help help a, another racer out. And uh, he, that, yeah. that's, he's a really good guy. He absolutely will. And, you know, the, Charles Berg with the 7-Eleven racing team, uh, Austin Rogers, they run street stock. 
they're they're constantly, you know, uh, giving me tips and pointers and helping me out. Uh, and and of course they're they're the competition. But you know, me and Charles Bird go way back. Uh, we got our first street stock Camaro from Charles uh, a long time ago. So he he's been kind of a friend of the family for quite a long time, probably 20 years. Um, and he jumped right back in and and got to helping me out right from the get go. Filling me, filling in the the void. <laughs> I, I guess yeah. you could say uh, from time gone by. Uh, what about Street Stock Nationals? You heading that way? I I'm signed up for Street Stock Nationals. Um, I am, and and I'll be honest with you, I'm looking forward to it. However, my buddy Charles, they they had some motor issues this weekend at Jackson in the 7-Eleven car. You, me and him was running nose to tail there for quite a yeah. while. Uh, and he had he had some motor issues, and I tell you what my plans are is if he does not get his motor back together in time for the street stock nationals, I plan to pull the motor out of my car, put it in his car, and let Austin Rogers run the 7-Eleven in the street stock nationals uh, with my motor in the car. If, if Charles can't get his back together in time, that's, that's kind of my plan. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's what you call helping another racer out. Well, you know, I'll be honest with you, Artie. I've never run the Street Stock National. Um, Charles Bird and the 7-Eleven team, they won the very first Street Stock Nationals, and it means a lot to him. Um, it means more to him than it does to me, not to say that I'm not excited beyond measure, but it really means a lot to, to Charles uh, to see his car run that race this year. And, and it was a misfortune that, that he had some issues uh, this past weekend. I got to picking at him and told him he shouldn't try to run that car so hard to try to catch me. He may not have tore his motor up just making jokes with him. <laughs> but, but, you know, my, my plans are really, it would mean more to me to, to get, for him to get to see his car make the race than it would me. You know, uh, I'll, I'll help him out in the pits. If if he don't get it around, I'll help him out in the pits and help Austin, which is his driver, uh, any way I can. But that's kind of my plans on the Street Stock Nationals. But we are looking forward to it. We will be there. That sounds good. That sounds good. Um, you want to give a shout-out to any of your sponsors? Man, I'll be honest with you. Right now, it's it's, it's me and the old man. <laughs> We we yeah. we push we pushing we pushing the bill right now. Um, I got some potential sponsors for next year. Uh, I do want to send a shout out to my cousin uh, Bud Bradshaw, Matt Hale, for Dan. Everybody knows Uncle Dan from Jackson Motor Speedway. Uh, they jump in and help me every weekend. Uh, they I, I don't have much of a pit crew right now. You know, it's me and my girls. I got two teenage girls and a daughter, and, and they jump in and, and help me with my tires and, and get everything sorted. So I want to tip my hat to them for all the support and all the help uh, that they've given me so far. Well, definitely, um, 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 we're going to be hearing uh, James Bradshaw um, a lot at the, for the rest of the season because um, you are definitely um, – you're up there with the big dogs now. You're in big dog status, and um, – um, it, it was well, awesome watching you run, um, and, and honestly, the race was really good. That street stock race, uh, I think there was only five or six cars, but it was a really, really good street stock race. 
Look, it was a good race. And look, you know, I got I got to tip my hat to Jackson Motor Speedway. Sixteen years ago, that track was not in the condition it is in today. Um, it's really smooth. It's hooked up. They're doing an excellent job at getting that track ready for the races. Um, it's unbelievable compared to, you know, it used to have a bad hole in turn four. Man, all that's gone. The track's smooth. They're doing an excellent job of trying to promote it. And, and, and it's my home track. It has been for years, and, and, and I want to see them succeed. And, and they're going in the right direction. The track's awesome. Anybody that hasn't been there in a while needs to check it out. The, the track's hooked up. Uh, it had a lot of moisture in it, and it's smooth. Oh yeah, definitely, uh, definitely. The whole facility—they re- they were redoing um, bleachers, bleachers today. I seen it on Facebook. They were out there putting new new wood down. So um, they are really putting yeah. a lot of time and effort into the, into Jackson Motor Speedway, and it, it's going to be uh, a great great place to race, um, no matter what class you're running. And uh, I'm excited for the future of Jackson. Look, man. Next time you next time you down that way, man, look me up. I, I'd I'd be honored to meet you. Uh, I really would, and I appreciate what you're doing for the racing community. Definitely. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. And like I said, um, James Bradshaw, you're going to be hearing that name a lot here come from the rest of this season. All right, man. Y'all have a good one. All right. You have a great night. All right, All right man. You James Bradshaw that he was the winner at Jackson Motor Speedway for the street stock race this past weekend. And um, now we have Dale Johnson. Dale Johnson in that 01, he wins the Hot Shot Shootout, first annual Hot Shot Shootout. Um, this guy was rolling in every lap. He had somebody on his back bumper. Um, the race was just unbelievable. Tell us about your experience this past Saturday night. Hey, what's up, man? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Like, I just know, yeah, I want to first of all thank Jackson and Landon Wallace and all that bunch for putting that show on because, uh, you know, we as a hot show, we don't really get a whole lot of attention everywhere we go, so it was really nice to be put in the spotlight for a change. And they treated us like royalty. They really did. It was a blast. But, yeah, every car there was were fast and the top I don't see any of the top eight or ten cars I think could have won it just a matter of this one having bad luck or that one having bad luck but I mean you fight and fight and fight and you just hope you hope the ball bounces your way at the end, you know, and I got lucky and it bounced my way. Yeah, definitely. Um I'm gonna tell you they was um on your bumper the entire race. Uh, I think the last few laps you started pulling away from them but the race was really, really good up until about four laps to go when you put the the turbo down and, and you was rolling. I think it was just, I don't know, just one of the nights meant to be, I guess. But, I mean, I don't know. You got to give a shout-out. that. I've never met this kid before, and he races there, that little Sam Erinder dude. Let me tell yeah. you something. He's a class act guy, he, and he's, been, he's a young guy, but first time I met him was at that at that race and he that little kid's gonna be tough to deal with in a few years because I mean he's he's tough now but he's gonna be he's only gonna get better and he's gonna be tougher and tougher and like I mean everybody knows Lee Hutchison and he's just a household name anywhere he goes he's gonna be up in the top and I don't know I've never met the Philip Rogers guy 
in the white 49, but I'm telling you, he was uh, he was poking the mail for a long time until his rear end messed up. So you never, I mean, it's one of those things you never know until it's over. But I mean, I'm glad it just happened to me. Happened to be my night, I guess you'd say. Correct, correct. Now look, right at the start, man. Four wide salute. Um, did you ever imagine you were going to be a part of a four wide salute in a hot side class? I mean that was that was a rush, man. It was it was awesome. Firecrackers going off and hearing the crowd scream and holler when we came by and just you know like I say they treated us they treated us like we were just you know super late models and we never get that and, it, and it's really appreciated and I want to thank Jackson again because you know you never know when you're gonna get get treated like that again. May never you know just one of those things where you just have to enjoy the moment while you got it. Yeah, but I do have to answer Chris Creighton because he's popping off a while ago. So you tell him that I'll be there July 24th and he wants to see his little race, that he wins, he's going to get it. So tell him to just calm down. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris is my buddy, man. He gives me he gives me fits to pack my buddy. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So we're going to we're gonna have to be there for that race just to record it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll come on. I'm going to bring Tony Hickman with me and See if I can't bring a handful more. We'll just put on another good show. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, like you said, uh, the full wide salute was unbelievable. The uh, fireworks right now was coming by. All the fans were on their feet. They were all had their cameras out on their phones. Um, it was uh, a really a special moment there for for the hot shot drivers. And I'm sure all the way through the pack, I thought I, I'm sure. Every driver that was like, uh, you know, really, really like excited about that whole the beginning of the race there. Guarantee that we were all just soaking it up because when we were when we were creeping around in the full wide, you, you can, as drivers, we look up in the stands. You know, people don't think of it, but we do. We and you just see kids waving, grown ups waving, everybody. I mean, they they were just as psyched up about it as we were. You could tell. Yeah, no doubt. And look, nobody left. Um, everybody stayed. Um, they watched this race. They wanted to see who was going to bring home the money, and it was the notorious D A L E um, <laughs> running it down and and taking that thousand um, dollar pay back home. Uh, you you're from South Mississippi, huh? I'm from way just down here. I don't know, twenty thirty minutes from Mobile, right off right above Moss Point, right on the coast. Oh sweet, 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 yeah. So you took it, took that money from north from the north and bring it back down here. Um, it was exciting to watch you run um, the whole race. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the video, but uh, we was excited just just to call that race. It was um, it, it was really really something special. And Jackson Motor Speedway, hats off to them. Um, they really yeah. really put on a show for y'all for the hot shots there. Yeah, they they don't know how much we appreciate it because I mean, like you say, we go all over, and a lot of people don't even want to run us or, you know, just look down on us like we're a little beginner class. And I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the people that race our class are young, you know. But then there's a lot of us. That, this is all I've ever raced, and then I just love racing these cars. And when I get to where I can't race these, and I'll be done, you know. I just I like racing these front wheel drive cars, and people don't believe it, but yeah, they're harder. They're harder to set up than most of them big cars, you know, because 
we don't have a whole lot of adjustment or this, that, and the other like those big cars do. We just we just kind of stuck with what we got. You got to drive it in there and hope it sticks. And sometimes it does, and sometimes it don't. And a lot of times you don't know if it's going to till it's too late. So it's fun, and that's what makes it fun. And that's why I like it. But I mean, you hear people bashing us all the time, but it ain't no big deal. We I mean we we do it because we like it and we love it. And we're not we know we're not gonna. You know, have the big money shows like all the big cars, but hey, we do it because we love it. I think that's what makes it so interesting and watching and fun because I mean we're out there just racing the race. Definitely, definitely. All right, so so I want to um I want to bring this up too because I I believe I've seen you run some asphalt before too at Sunny South. That's where I started. I was my first time racing was at Sunny South Raceway, and <laughs> I was a nervous wreck getting in this car. I mean, I was. It's been 10, 12 years ago, I guess, when I first started. And it literally took me like 15 minutes to put my seatbelts on. I was that nervous. You know, I've never raced anything before, go-karts or nothing, you know. Just I got me a singer and went over there. Because they beat and banged. I'm like, if I'm going to do any of it, I'm going to do that. Because that looks cool, you know. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, I got over there, and I thought I was going fast. And I looked, and here comes He lapped me like four i got lapped like four times my first race and i thought i was going fast you know so i'm like what the heck i gotta do to keep up with these people so then i think the next races in a row i hit the wall all by my you know i couldn't even blame it on anybody it was all by myself so yeah it was a big learning curve but you just, and the yeah, first I'm, time i ran dirt I, uh i think it was flomerton and it was one of their big what was that race they had the jared john memorial or whatever they used to have I oh, think yeah, it yeah. was there, and there was like 25 cars, and I started 22nd, and I finished 5th, and I told, I told my dad, when we came home, I said, I'm done with asphalt. I said, I'm, and everybody had always told me, you know, once you race dirt, you're, you'll never go back to asphalt. They didn't like I mean, it's just, it's, much, it's just more fun to me, I don't, for some reason. And I got to stop and thank my dad right now, too, because he's always the one working on the car with me, and it's, it's just me and him, and we get out there, and we'll argue about the way this needs to look, and that needs to look, but... I know he's got my back, and we out there. If it's something worked on, it's me and him. So he never misses a race, and I got to thank him for standing by me. And I know I drive him nuts out there in that shop working on that car because I want it my way, and he don't like that way. So, <laughs> <laughs> But we kind of yeah. split it. He wins some of them. I win most of them. <laughs> so, yeah, it's crazy because I've, I've seen you at a lot of different tracks. So you're not just a one-track guy. You definitely – um, travel around, and I, I do appreciate that too. Because when I show up at a track, and I see Dale Johnson, or I see Mickey Steele, um, y- y'all two drivers. Um, I don't know if you know who Mickey Steele is, but um, Mickey is a, one of those guys that you could go to, you know, North Tennessee, and all of a sudden you'll see Mickey Steele racing. Like it's, it's <laughs> yeah. you know, and uh, you the same way. You know, I show up at a track way out the way, and the next thing you know. Here you come by, and I'm like, oh man, you know. So I I, I appreciate that because you are out there supporting all these other tracks and um, and get your, your your name's out there. Everybody knows who you are, and um, um, you got big things coming. Well, I appreciate it. I just I like to race different tracks. I mean, if I'm not working or up at the deer camp feeding deer or hunting or whatever, I'm I'm gonna be racing somewhere, and it don't matter where. As long as it's not raining, I'll go. Correct, yeah. Yeah, well, um, Chris Creighton, um, he told me to tell you he's going to leave the light on for you. <laughs> you tell him, I know which booth he sits in. I'll find him. 
Uh, definitely will. Well, thank you so much for calling, um, and, and congratulations on that win, that big trophy, and the entire night there at Jackson Motor Speedway. It was just a special event. Thanks, Artie, and thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for all you do. You, you get a lot of people interested in this dirt that, that wouldn't be any other time, so thank you too, buddy. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, all right, y'all. That, that was Dale Johnson there. The only one he takes it home, uh, $1,000 to win for the first annual Hot Shot Shootout at Jackson Motor Speedway. Uh, just a great, great night, and um, um Really fun, really fun um, night. Atmosphere was, like you said, it was like a super late model race for the Hot Shots. It really was. And um, our next guest here, uh, we got Landon Wallace. He's he's on. Is he on? Yeah, here we go. Uh, Landon Wallace. Talk uh, about this past weekend, bud. I mean, it was just unbelievable. The Hot Shots, they get um, treated like their, their um, you know, sprint cars or super late models. Fireworks, a full wide salute. The entire night was just an epic night of racing at Jackson Motor Speedway. You there? Landon, you there? Can you hear me? Landon, can you hear me? Landon is in the studio. He, he is uh, he is on the studio with us. All right, he must be having some technical difficulties. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Tell them to hang up and try to call again. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see if we get, see if we get Landon on. While we're waiting on uh, the call to call back in, I want to give a shout-out once again to the 110 Nation sports family for uh, making all this possible. Uh-oh. All right, Artie. All right, Landon, can you hear me now? Landon. Are you there? Yes, Landon, you're on the air. All right, he said I, he could hear me, but I can't hear him. Uh, do you have it on mute? Mm. He says no, he don't have it on mute. Press, press uh, so we're having some technical difficulties here with Landon's phone call. Come to press uh, one. We're getting a little feedback. It happens here. Sometimes it happens, you know. 
Uh, he says he's in the host queue. So. Yes, uh, Artie, we're, we're showing he's live on here. His microphone is open on our end. So I'm not sure what's going on. Okay. All right, um, um, Landon, if you would, hang up and call back. Let's try one more time and see if we can get you get you hooked up on here. All right, he's, he's, he's hanging up, and he's going to call you back. So, um, yeah, like I said, um, you know, Jackson just put on a, a, a clinic on how to how to make a class that doesn't not, you know, they don't usually get um, that, that, what's the word, like, you know, the credit that they deserve, um, a supporting class basically for all the seven classes. And Jackson uh, Motor Speedway just just let them have it, and, and they took the wheel, and they, and they really did an awesome job there. All the drivers were really good, um, and um, it, it was just a great night. And, um, I mean, the battle for the lead was just unbelievable. Every lap, every lap, somebody's right there on the back of Johnson. And um, it was really, really good. Uh, I, I, Landon said he is back in the studio here. Um, let's see if we can get him hooked up here. Landon, can you hear me? He can hear me, but I, I just, cannot. I just, I just got heard unmuted. So, all right, there you go, there you go. Here we go, y'all. We got hey. Landon. We got Landon on the line here. Landon, tell us about this 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 huge race from last weekend. Man, Artie, it was probably one of the best races, not just because I had the honor and privilege to promote it, but it was probably one of the best races that I've ever seen at Jackson Motor Speedway, man. Uh, you know, the hot shot guys, you know, I used I used to race hot shots. You know, I, I won a track championship out of Jackson in 2019 and won. And, you know, I just – Something was always missing about it. You know, hot shot racers don't get treated like your super late model guys and, and your sprint car guys and your street spot guys. So I really wanted to put an event together with Raymond and Amanda and show that these true grassroots guys are appreciated. Uh, so the, the not last weekend, but the week the, the race before the last one, me and Amanda and Raymond set out. after The races ended at 10 o'clock on a great night. Races ended at 10 o'clock. Me, Raymond, and Amanda sat in a concession stand and talked this up till about 2.30 in the morning planning this race. And uh, the moral of the story and my game plan going into it was I want to give these hot shot guys a super late model treatment. I want to give these hot shot guys the pedestal for the weekend. I want them to be the main event. I want them to do the four wide salute. I want the fireworks to go off, and I want the crowd to go absolutely crazy. And – it completely exceeded my expectations, 1,000%. Uh, when we announced the event, not even less than 48 hours, we had 42 cars pre-enter for the race in less than 48 hours. Now, unfortunately, with, you know, Mother Nature really, really threw us a hard curveball last Saturday morning, and I had about nine or really about nine to 15 guys that were from out of state, Arkansas and Alabama. You know, I completely understand. They were like, hey, Landon, we, we just can't make that far of a trip to know if the race is going to cancel, the, you know, be canceled or not. And I understand, Artie. You know, that's racing. Especially, you know, the hot shot guys. These hot shot guys, a lot of them don't carry big bucks around. They do. They race just for the love of dirt track racing because I did. You know, when I was racing hot shots, there was a couple weekends where, I, you know, 
I went without eating just so I could go race just because I love the sport of dirt track racing. And it humbled me, but it drove me to another level to where I want to give these guys dedicated to them and to show that they are appreciated and that they are important and they do care at least Jackson Everett Speedway. Yes, correct. I mean, it was just a, it was just it was a special night. It, I'm telling you, it felt like we was watching um, the super late models out there. Uh, like you said, with the fireworks, the four wide. Look, these guys never done a four wide salute before. Probably not one of them has done a four wide salute before. And they lined up like they knew what they were doing, and they was like champions out there. And I tell you what, Artie. Not even all the pre-race festivities from the guys pulling onto the racetrack with the with the music playing in the background and doing the driver intros and the four wide salute. Literally, I don't think I have ever recalled in my in my whole life of being around racing. I have never seen that many cars start a feature and all 24 of them drive as hard as they did. I mean, literally laid their life out on the line because they were so pumped to have a race. I, I just wish that the people were there could understand, and the videos do not do it justice how hard these guys are driving. Artie, you were there. You were sitting right outside the press box with me and Michael as we were announcing, and, man, it was just an, it was an unreal experience. It's definitely going to happen again, and next year it's even going to be bigger. So uh, we've kind of talked about maybe doing it a, maybe doing it a three-day show next year kind of doing practice on Thursday night, qualifying and heat races and, yeah, qualifying and heat races on Friday night and turn around doing B-mains and future races on Saturday night. But, Artie, one thing that really, really stuck out to me after the races were over is, you know, I went I, I went and I talked to – I went and talked to every hot shot driver that was there if they were still there. And, you know, everyone of them told me, thank you, Landon. This was awesome. I'm so happy that you put this on. And it was so cool. And it's – but the one sentence that really stuck out to me, and this is what kind of got me motivated for next year, I want to say it was Kyle Lerner out of Vicksburg, Mississippi. He looked at me. He said, Landon, he goes, this was like the street stock national, the hot shot. And when he said that, I was like, you just gave me an idea. And I got a feeling already that's what it's fixing to turn into. Yeah, no doubt. I had posted on the page, uh, on, the, on the Jackson Motor Speedway's page, um, uh, about – it's time to change the name of this race already um, after the first annual. The second annual is going to be the second annual Hot Shot Nationals right here at Jackson Motor Speedway. Hopefully. Nope, we're, uh, you know, we, yeah, we, you know we've, got, we've got a long way to go. There's some stuff that we're going to fine-tune to make the event better next year. But overall, for a last-minute race that was thrown together two weeks apart, and already another thing, not even the drivers, already the stands were packed. I mean, the front grandstands were completely packed. If you watch any video, everybody's sitting along the fence. It don't matter if it was a great late model driver, a street stock driver, or just your average, you know, civilian fan. They came to Jackson Motor Speedway to see a hot shot race, and a hot shot race is what they saw. No doubt. No doubt. I'm telling you, the whole night was great. I mean, all the other classes, they put on a show as well. And, and when the hot shots come out – it was just special, man. It was very, very special. The best way I can describe it, describe the atmosphere when the hot shot race pulled onto the racetrack, it, it was addicting. It was. It's one of those things that gets you motivated. Like, you, I can't wait to go to the races next week. You know, I can't wait to do, or I can't wait for next year. And 
I've heard yep. nothing but good reviews from multiple drivers. Even you know, even other divisions, they're like, you know, they're like, Landon, that was that was pretty cool. We're not going lie, you know. But there was there was so many people that went into it. You know, I mean, it was. I mean, first off, thank you to Amanda and Remy McAlpin for letting me promote it. I mean, I'm, I guess now I'm technically one of the promoters of Jackson Motor Speedway. I guess you could call it. And as far as I know, I'm the youngest promoter in the country. I'm only 22 years old, so being able to being able to put a show on that big and draw that big of a crowd and and just and everybody be satisfied with it. You know, of course, you have some people that were giving constructive criticism on how we're going to do better. And me, I'm going to take that. I'm going to find a way to make my shows better. But already, the Hot Shot Shootout was truly, truly, truly special, and it's not going to stop there. We're fixing to completely completely change just everything when it comes to Jackson Motors. We're fixing to make Jackson Motors Speedway one of the crown jewel racetracks in the South. I've got so many ideas. Raymond and Amanda have so many ideas. And not even on top of that, Shane and Christina Rivas, they've got so many. We've, we've assembled this team, and and we're, we're just all feeding off each other. And it's every idea that pops up works. And it's, like I say, it's not going to stop at the Hot Shot Shootout, you know. Just like um, July 24th, which is our next scheduled race, you know, it's weekly classes, and then we're going to run provisionals for the All-Americans. So the winner of each division in the A main or the main event automatically is locked into the All-American for their division. So if they do not, if they do not transfer during the All-American, they have that provisional to lie back on. It's kind of a stress relief. And then on top of that, we just me me Sarah Fletcher Raymond and Amanda and Shane all came up with the inaugural battle at the bridge, which is going to feature the 600 CC Outlaw Micro Sprints. And I tell you what, that's not going to be a show you want to miss. I'm in a group chat with about 40 of them, and so far everyone's like, "Dude, we're coming." Because you know the this falls back to you know I was listening earlier on the podcast. Uh, I, I don't know the gentleman's name that was talking about the Capital City Classic and the go kart stuff. But, yeah. you know, he meant, he mentioned that, you know, go-kart racing is, is, is building back up, and it is already. It's, it's, it's starting to grow again. And what's cool is these 600cc guys have always wanted to run on a big racetrack. You know, they wanted to be the spotlight for a week. Just, they're, they're in the same boat when it comes to the hot shot division, but in the sprint car world. You know, they don't get really paid much attention. But me personally, I love 600s. I love everything about them. I love all of it. But uh, they're going to be the main event July 24th. Uh, we're also on July 24th. We made it to our kids 12 and under are free, uh, so that's going to be good. Also, for each each division in the feature, we're going to pick a random kid out of the grandstands to drop the green flag. Of course, me and Michael are going to be on the announcers booth. I heard that everybody involved me and Michael going back and forth. That was the the first attempt at it, so I hope it didn't sound too bad. <laughs> no, it, it was it was good. It was good. I like when they have two announcers in the booth. It makes it it makes it it makes it good. But I I can kind of run through the hot shot race real quick before we hop off. I mean, first thing first things first. Like I said in the booth, I mean, twenty four of the baddest and fastest hot shots in the southeast were at Jackson Motor Speedway. I mean. We started, well, really, we started 22 cars, and all 22 cars had the potential to win that race. But it was your top six for the first couple of laps that were throwing everything they had at each other. I mean, it was Dale Johnson, it was Sam Arnder, it was Philip Wallace, it was Lee Hutchison. Uh, it was 
uh, what's his name, Josh Cromwell. It was George Honeycutt. I mean, these dudes were literally racing like it was 10000 to win. Now, credit, they all got paid. You know, it was 1000 to win, but $1,000 and $10,000 is a big difference, Artie. But these guys were literally driving their hearts out. Philip Wallace drove so hard that he literally broke his rear suspension. He was swinging that car in the corner that hard. And, yep. I mean, for the first couple – for the first couple laps, it was it was really it was a four way race. It was a four it was a four car race for the lead between Sam Arinder, uh Lee Hutchinson, Dale Johnson, and Philip Wallace. And then slowly through the race, you know, like I say, it, it wasn't a race of attrition. Uh, you know, there was a, there was a pretty good bit of cautions, you know, and stuff that could be avoided. Just you know, just normal racing incidents. So there wasn't really anything that stuck out that was just absolutely horrible. You know, just misjudging some corners or something like that, you know. But uh, after that, you know, Phillip led for a while. I think, well, besides Dale towards the end, Phillip led the majority of the first half of the race. And then uh, Sam Arinder was right there every single time. Now, he would, they would pull away from Sam on the start every time, but about two laps in, Sam was right there. And I, and I firmly believe that Sam had one of the fastest cars. I believe that George Honeycutt, Philip Wallace, Dale Johnson, Sam Arinder, Lee Hutchinson, Josh Cromwell, and Megan Sojourner. I believe, and really, I can go all the way to 15th, if we're just being honest, but those top seven were literally racing side by side and throwing everything but the kitchen sink at each other. I mean, people, it blew me away that I was watching hot shots throw slide jobs and crossovers, and Artie, you were there. You can back me up on it. It was, oh yeah, no doubt. It was it was a great great was, night. Like it was good racing. The entire field was really racing for that for that position. They really were, and like I said, another thing that you know Dale Dale mentioned earlier when he was talking, you know, the crowd. Man, the crowd was into it. They were loud. I mean, if you watch any of the videos, you know, we have a video on the Jackson Motor Speedway Facebook page of them coming four wide front passing the front straightaway. And you can hear the you can hear the crowd over the music, over the fireworks, over the cars. I mean, they were into it, and and you know, and all of the fans are what really really made it special. And I just felt honored that that was. I felt honored that my first race promoting the Jackson Motor Speedway went that way, and uh, of course, you know, congrats to Dale. I'm not gonna lie, I've raced. Me and Dale have raced before. Me and Dale are former rivals. You know, Dale. I'm pretty sure Dale's listening right now, laughing at me, but. You know, I like Dale. Dale's a good driver, and like Dale said, you know, on nights like that, you kind of got to have everything fall your way. And and lucky for Dale Johnson, he he earned it. I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't given. He earned it. I would one thousand percent tell you that Dale Johnson earned that inaugural outshot shootout win. No doubt, no doubt. That was definitely earned. Um, he 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 had to work for it because every every lap somebody was right there side by side or on his bumper. So uh, it was a great race. And I appreciate you coming on the show tonight. Uh, we can make this a weekly thing if you want and talk about Jackson um, here, right here on our podcast. Uh, one, thing, one more thing before we go. we got the Monster Trucks this weekend. Uh, tell us about that a little bit. Yeah, so the Monster Trucks Extreme Tour will be here uh, tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. They're doing one show tomorrow night at 7 I think I want to say it starts at 7 o'clock. Uh, and then Sunday, or Saturday they're doing one show at 2 o'clock, and then another show that night at 7 o'clock. And I think Sunday has a little bit of an earlier start time. 
But just look up Monster Trucks on Facebook. But when you spell Monster Trucks, it's Monster Trucks instead of an S on the end of the word truck. It's a Z. And then all the information you need to find there is on there. Or you can go to Jackson Motor Speedway on, on the Facebook page, and you can look it up there. And I've got stuff on, uh, posted. But uh, we would love to see just as many people at the inaugural Battle at the Bridge here on July 24th. Like I said, it's going to be a really big 600 show, and already it's just there's a lot of good things that are fixing to come to Jackson Motor Speedway. A lot of it, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, don't forget y'all. July 24th is going to be a huge race for those 600s. Um, they're going to be running and running fast. Um, these guys don't usually get a chance at a big track, so they're going to put on a show, no doubt. They're definitely hungry. Definitely hungry. Definitely, definitely. All right, y'all. That is. Uh, that is it for this segment, I guess. We're going to have some people call in, and uh, it's going to be um, a few – we're going to have a few people call in, but that's Landon Wallace there. He is a, a co-promoter, I guess we could say, uh, for Jackson Motor Speedway, and we appreciate him coming on our show here tonight. All right, so now we're going to have – Thank you, have, uh, All right, you are very welcome. All right, so now we got some um, some, some mower guys coming into our um, – Coming into our chat here. Hello, hello. All right, so um, you there? You on the line? Hello. Can you hear me? Hello? Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I didn't get your name. I don't know. Uh, I know we had two numbers that were supposed to call and only one call. Um, uh, what's your name? Oh, my name is Aaron Jarman. Uh, Dakota, he's the one call. He's on the other line. Oh, he's on here too? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let me um, yeah, let, me tell, let me write down y'all's name so I know who I'm talking to, so I'm not crazy. Uh, I don't remember where. Um, all right, so I got Aaron on the phone, and who else? Dakota. Yeah. Got it. All right. All right, so we got to talk a little bit um, um, lawnmower races. For people that don't know uh, lawnmower races, um, we got some feedback going on. Let me see if we can figure that out. All right, so lawnmower races, um, July 31st, 2021, uh, at Little Dig, we got the Mower Madness. Uh, Super V Twin, thousand dollars to win. Super Single Mod, five hundred to win. They got Wing Cards, um, five hundred to win. Run with your Brung Flat Cards, five hundred to win. It'll be a pretty big event there on July thirty first. Mower Madness. Tell us about uh, Aaron. Let's go. Let's start with you. Tell us about um, the, the mower you run and, um, and and just tell us some information about it. Well, it's, uh, it's a 23-horse Vanguard V-Twin Motors. You know, kind of pretty souped up. It's it going pretty good, you know. Everybody likes it. It looks good. Even if it don't <laughs> run fast, it still looks good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Ain't no wrong with that. 
So, uh, so like, so for somebody that don't know um, mower racing, uh, this is a, a real deal a lawnmower, correct? Yeah. So you so you run you run a, a, a mower side. Um, which one do you run? Um, is it there's several different classes, correct? Yeah. They, uh, they have uh, single-cylinder motors, V-twin motors. Uh, it, it's a lot of different classes. Sweet, sweet, sweet. And um, <laughs> Dakota, what class do you run in the, in the motor class? Uh, I run the, the Supermod single and the Supermod twin as well. Sweet, so y'all have uh, two motors. Uh, um, how much do y'all charge to cut my grass at 60 miles an hour? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we probably rip more up than we cut. <laughs> I might need that, man. The grass is getting high with all this rain we've been having. You won't get stuck going sixty, I don't think. Um, but these these cars are, are, are they're very very fast. These mowers. Um, tell us about the speeds, the top speeds, and tell us about some accomplishments that you had, um, Dakota. Oh, the fastest I've ever had has been probably in the eighties on a big track. And uh, I've won a little small races here and there and went to Louisiana at Acadiana last year and, and did pretty good, won a couple races, so had a good time up there. And uh, hopefully we're going to do the same thing at Little Dagon. Definitely. Aaron, what about you? What are some of some things that you um, accomplished in there and, and um, you know, tell us about that? Well, I've uh... – I did win the 2017 All-American Championship. So I was a U.S. champion for 2017 on a single cylinder. And, like I say, heck, Dakota, me and Dakota, we travel everywhere. We go do everything together. Correct. So if he wins, I'm second. I'd say if I win, he's second. That's what. That's what. So we're that's what's up. We're going to go back to go show him up. Uh, um. So y'all family or just friends? <laughs> Just friends. Just friends, yeah. Uh, are y'all gonna um, y'all gonna head on over to the um, big race September the fourth at Capital City Classic Kart Race? Oh yes, sir. Definitely. We definitely, definitely gonna be there. We're gonna get money from everywhere. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You got it. You might as well bring it. You know. Um, oh yeah. Um, little day on on July thirty first. Um, tell us about what you like about the track and and. And just talk about the track in general. Um, I know y'all ran there before. Um, just give us some detail. No, I ain't never been to Little Dagger. We've been everywhere else except there. So it's been our first time over there. Okay, so first time going to Little Dagger, what are you expecting? We're expecting to win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It's, uh, it's definitely a lot shorter and smaller of a track than we used to running at, so it's going to be interesting to see how we can compete with them. Correct. Yeah, there's a lot of guys coming. Yeah, there should be a there should be a lot of mowers there. there should be a stack stack house stack field of um, really good drivers in the south, and um, we'll be there battling it out with them. We hoping it's going to be packed. Oh, the more the man. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, so tell us about yeah. your sponsors. You got any sponsors on board? No. 
No sponsors either one of y'all? No, sir. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, um, if y'all, if anybody out there listening and you want to sponsor um, a car, let us know. Um, we, can, we can get you on a lawnmower. Um, I know everybody would be appreciative of a, of a sponsorship for um, a, a mower and a mower flag. And um, um, anything else I want to say? Um, we we're just about out of time here, so. Yeah, yeah, I think that's about it. About all we uh, got. All right, awesome, awesome. So uh, July 31st, you can watch uh, the crew and Aaron as they are coming to Little David for the first time ever uh, for the Mower Madness race at Little David. We appreciate them coming on our show here tonight. Um, it's been a great show. A lot of good people coming on here tonight. Uh, we had Ron Southern right at the beginning. Uh, Chris Creighton, he talked about why not. We had Brian Perot, he, he is the owner of of Pike County Speedway, and um, he came on earlier. Dave Chisholm, awesome job as always, as he as he um, um, talked about North Mississippi, North Alabama, the tracks up that way. Um, we had Jared Hudson, he, he told us about the good news down at Tri County and um, uh, uh, Tri County and um, Deep South. Uh, we had we had um, uh, yeah we had Mr. Dylan on. I got I got the other name on here, but um, um he was talking about Greenville Speedway, and I can't wait to get up to Greenville for the for the um, Double Nationals because I am going to be racing a car that I win because of my ticket that I won. Um, hopefully they threw all my tickets and we'll be racing that weekend. Uh, uh, we had Tammy Rast on. Um, she told us all about Southern. Uh, she was a great ad this week to the show. Tim Graves came on, talked about uh, the big kart race coming up. Uh, we also had drivers, uh, James Bradshaw and Dale Johnson. We had Aaron and Dakota talking about their carts, I mean their um, mowers. And we had um, just a great show here tonight. It went a little longer than normal. Um, but we, next week we're gonna try to we're gonna try to trim it down just a hair because um, I like to be done by 9:30 if possible. But I mean we still got a few minutes here. The phone lines are open if you want to call in. If we have anybody on the phone, uh, we will do that now. But I don't think we do. Um, so we will go with the outro as soon as we um, verify that we don't have anybody waiting on the call list because um, some people do call in. And some people like to call in and and talk with us at the end of the show, and that's what that's what the end of the show is all about. It's about the fans, the drivers. You can call in at seven one eight six six four ninety eight sixty one. That is seven one eight six six four ninety eight sixty one, and we'll put you live on the show right now. So if you want to call in, go ahead and give us a call, and we will get you live. Uh, we'll give you each a couple of minutes to talk um, about your track, your car, or whatever you want to um, talk about here. So once again, it's 718-664-9861. I'm going to go ahead and do my um, my little outro, but if somebody calls in, we'll try to get you live as long as I'm not um, just about done. So um, today we're talking sportsmanship. Um, and I'll probably talk about this the most than anything. And um, 
at the end of the show, I like to talk, I like to get real a little bit, and 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 talk about um, a topic. So tonight we're talking about sportsmanship. Um, you know, there's a lot of sportsmanship going on out there. Uh, there's a lot of bad sportsmanship. People running over people. Uh, if you don't want it to be done to you, then don't do it to somebody else. That's the way I look at it. Um, you know, we gotta we, we showing the the, the fans. Uh, children mostly, these kids look up to most of these these race car drivers. They don't even know what most of these race car drivers look like, but they see that number, whether it's a number out there. Um, I know my kids, they love uh, Robert uh, Cassidy. They see that Scooby-Doo, they get excited. They get excited. They're like, no, Daddy, that's Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo. So, you know, it's things like that that, you know, this past weekend they had a hotshot driver, and I wish I would have wrote his name down, but he had the Buzz Lightyear on one side of his car and Woody on the other side of his car. Um, he had the whole Toy Story themes on. The kids wanted to take a picture by him, so I took uh, a couple pictures. Um, just on the one side, I, on the um, Buzz, uh, Buzz Lightyear side. But these kids look at these cars, and they know they recognize the cars each and every week. My kids are five and four, and they can tell you they'll, they'll pick their winner, and they know who's racing. They know who's out there. And um, I want my kids just as well as you want your kids to be able to watch a race and say, man, I like that guy. I want that guy to win. Or, um, you know, just you know, he shows good sportsmanship. He never went crazy before. Uh, I understand that, that there's a lot of times where heated discussions get, get talked, talk, fights happen in the pits, fights happen on the track. Look, um, you will never see uh, me personally, you will never see me record anything like that. Um, I, I just don't believe it's good for the sport. It's not good for the track. It's not good for the driver involved in it. Look, if somebody else um, um, shares something, I, I'll share I'll share uh, an, an event here and there um, if I think it's share-worthy. Um, but we really got to be on a better better spot there than on the um, – than being – crazy on the track in front of these kids and these fans. A regular fan don't know what's going on on the pit side. Um, like, just say you at Pike County Speedway and you're sitting in the in the grandstand, in the regular grandstand, um, you don't see everything that's happening on the other side of the track. Um, it's, it, it gets crazy in those pits, and it gets, um, it gets going in there. So I just want everybody to um, try to respect one, uh, each other's machines, um, these cars, you know, as a driver, cost a lot of money to take care of and 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 to go with. And um, for you to um, for you to go out there and try to deliberately wreck somebody else is just uh, uncalled for. So I'm just, you know, tonight's um, been a great show, but we have to show more sportsmanship for our drivers, especially for our little guys. Those mini wedge drivers are out there, and they're um, Watching every move of the of the older drivers and see how oh this is how I want to be when I grow up. So we got to take that and and, and you know I, hey look I know everything's not going to go peachy. I promise you there's going to be nights where you want to go strangle somebody. But number one you got to ask yourself is it worth the jail time? And number two is it worth um, you know getting banned for the whole season or the rest of your life from one track? So um, just keep your head straight out there. And I know sometimes, like I said, it does get does get hard. But um, look, 
we out there rubbing and racing, um, you know, and, and that's all we could say. So, um, and that's it here for me. Uh, nobody called in the show tonight, but um, each and every week, uh, if you want to call in, you can definitely call in 718-664-9861. That's our number for the show. Uh, you can call in that number anytime while the show is live, not when it's not live, but when the show is live, you can call in and you can talk with us and talk some dirt. So that's it for me. We want to thank um, the 110 Nation Sports um, for having for hosting our Southern Dirt Track Report, Talking Dirt, right here uh, each and every Thursday night. The show has a lot of information. Uh, it's a two-and-a-half-hour show, and, and tonight it went a little bit longer. But it's, it's a lot of information for all the tracks down here in the South, and you definitely want to be a part of it. And uh, definitely tune in each and every week. We're going to try to do the Facebook Live thing every week, too. Uh, I think it's good. Um, but we're we're on a lot of different podcasts. Um, if you listen to podcasts, look up the 110 Nation Sports and look up Southern Dirt Track Sports. But that's it, y'all. God bless. We'll see y'all at the tracks this weekend. I'm going to be uh, probably at Baton Rouge on um, Friday, and I'll be at uh, Pike County on Saturday. So we should have some videos up on Sunday. Uh, hopefully the weather stays away. We're not going to say that nasty, dirty word that starts with an R, but we will say we are going racing this weekend. So God bless y'all. We love you, um, and we'll see y'all next time. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.